0: Deep in London's beating heart lies a wall, a like do it be, if you know the call, for if the wall steps aside, be not afraid of what you see, cause the wizard world is opened up as has the Griffin. Hello everyone and welcome to the Shrieking Shack, this is a Harry Potter reread podcast for Laps fans, I am your host ZC,
1: and I'm Liz,
0: and Liz, it's here the story we've all been waiting for oh yeah the cursed child
1: mm. the journey oh uh
0: yeah they're they're put they're taking. they're taking that play that everyone loves uh uh you know you know it you love it uh uh everyone online is like oh when when do we get to hear more about the cursed child we love the cursed child we we, we love hearing more about what harry and his children are up to
1: right
0: uh uh, uh, uh ooh, we love it um they're they're making a uh making of book for that
1: wonderful so it's going to be about 60 dollars right
0: it is going i'm sure it is going to be a million billion dollars because it's a very giant nice hard cover
1: hmm. um
0: i'm more just like why are they doing this uh, I mean, yeah. I guess I know why they're doing it because it's the, the stage part is why everyone loves it. But like, we are, we are, we're getting deep into 2019, and the amount of like stuff that's coming out that's just like, boy, they really thought that people were going to be more stoked about getting Harry Potter stuff. Uh, that th- like, like that th- that's continuing. I think
1: when this sort of thing happens, it really makes me wish there was a better way to kind of gauge like fandom response other than like specifically people on on reddit because mm-hmm. because i do i do think that that's a pretty uh like small corner and like a specific audience for harry potter that probably isn't very representative of like the entire fandom i know people are writing fan fiction for cursed child um which i i i am also always very curious about because i'm like oh is this people that all went to see the play and then wanted to write fan fiction about it or is it or is it a lot of people that that read the that read the play the book that was released mm-hmm. um to be fair for this book it probably is like of the very the very fancy like hardback um uh, books that they release that are like making of things this is the one i'm most interested in but only because the cursed child is such a question mark to me yeah
0: yeah no i i i i agree with that i mean like this this is focused on like the stage production stuff which i know is like even the people who hate this play which is like most of the fans i've encountered uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh that you know they will admit like damn this is an interesting play to watch um uh, there's a very funny photo in this article that i will post on the twitter of draco malfoy launching harry with this wand that just oh. looks fake it looks photoshopped here i'm just gonna send you this <laughs> uh and like i said i'll put it on the twitter um but uh, uh this caught my eye right before like literally right as uh i was <laughs> look at him I, look at him go it, 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 it,
1: this is this is very funny you're right it does it does look photoshopped um also i like this actor playing draco what's going on here
0: yeah that's a that's a good that's a good middle-aged draco i think
1: it sure is
0: yeah i'm into that um but uh, this this caught my eye because like literally like as we started this episode i was like okay here's all the things i'm doing for news and this was not a part of it but i went to pottermore and this was like a headline that went up five minutes ago or something so so Hmm. there's that um so, so good luck to them on get, convincing people to like curse. I mean, it's so weird, right? People do like Curse Child. I just don't think any of them are Harry Potter fans or like the kind of Harry Potter fans that we engage with. right. Like, I, I
1: think I that think the Harry Potter fans that do like Curse Child, and I do think it is a lot of them, but I don't think they're online. No, I, I don't I, think we, I don't think we have a good uh, like finger on the pulse of those Harry Potter fans. Like I, I, t- I took a trip uh this this past weekend uh which involved me you know uh, driving up like three three or three or four hours Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. on the interstate uh and i'm assuming that, that there is a a fandom corner and they that is like specifically for everyone that has harry potter stickers on their car
0: Oh yeah. That mm. we
1: don't we that we don't encounter, right? Like we do not have other than like in person. Like I've definitely talked to people in person that are Harry Potter fans that I'm like, "Oh, you're not online." Um and I don't have I don't have a good way of like gauging the temperature of those fans about something like the cursed child. Right. I saw a sticker that it that said on a car that said always and every yeah. le- every letter yeah. every letter was a different harry potter adjacent symbol like the okay, A, so the a was the deathly hallows okay. the l was a lightning bolt okay. the w was the quidditch hoops it was a, Ooh, it is a little tricky a um and and by the time i uh cracked the code on those they were they gone what
0: was the why
1: i don't know i didn't get that far
0: oh wow that's hmm. that's that's scary yeah i um I, i like like you know this this play makes a jillion billion dollars every week or whatever and they're like the reason we're seeing all this cursed child stuff popping up um is because like the, the the san francisco one is is like opening up um
1: uh, so close yet so far
0: i know it's not for it's us not,
1: this podcast
0: yeah not close enough for me to consider uh, a, a road trip uh, uh for us to go and, and make a pilgrimage to the the cursed child but close enough that i'm like damn i wish it was
1: doable mm-hmm. if they put
0: one like in seattle or something i'd, I'd consider it like yeah there's... i think
1: i think seattle portland and and maybe vancouver bc would be justifiable yeah but even we... then the tickets are wow well
0: well if we join wizard world gold you know uh mm, that's could, true i didn't deals. think of that
1: uh, maybe we can uh, win a little this... contest <laughs> There's the there's also those
0: weird like ticket raffles you can do like you can like enter into a pool every week or whatever and it'll be like yeah yeah oh like there are a hundred seats that are thirty dollars or whatever like a lot of Broadway plays do that I sure and does that shit too
1: right um
0: they should just make the tickets not a million dollars person they should
1: release a DVD. Opinion.
0: They should. Play. That would be the best. Yes, that would be <laughs> the best. Not a Blu ray, a DVD. It says, yes. Can we get a Blu ray? I'll, I'll, I'll order on DVD along with my uh, Buffy DVDs. uh uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Uh, and, Maybe get and- like a two pack. We can get like a two pack <laughs> one DVD that is The Cursed Child and the other one is that um, movie adaptation of Rent. That's like the the two pack. Oh, car. no. We'll buy it, buy it at the shelf at Walmart. It's like a, a double feature.
0: Directed by, hey, directed by Chris Columbus.
1: Perfect. That's perfect I, I i i can you can you even imagine if they made a movie adaptation of cursed child directed by chris columbus
0: that would be so funny because like oh my god he i don't think i think his brain might short circuit in that I'm, way
1: i am euphoric imagining it i think my brain is short circuiting right now <laughs> because
0: because like the thing is like like you know i think those first two movies visually are very bland right Oh yeah but Big he time. is he is so faithful to the book like like just the most faithful anyone could possibly be like like to the letter of the books right um and the idea of him doing because i've seen rent which is also a like very visually bland film based on mm-hmm. a play and like knowing that the cursed child is this very visually abstract dance heavy like like very surrealist honestly looking play uh him trying to like be faithful to that just I, I want I want a documentary. I, I I don't want to watch that movie so much as I want to watch a documentary about him trying to make that movie.
1: Sure, like, yeah, absolutely. I I would love that. That that's what I want now. Um, <laughs> it, sa- sadly, I think that we're probably just going to end up having to read read the play at some point, right?
0: Yeah, I'm I'm holding out hope that like one day either they will do like a film version or a um a, a like a like a like at least. Take I, I I'm I'm hoping that like they'll take it on tour. I think that's kind of the next step for like uh, Curse Child. Um, oh
1: sure, yeah. Is,
0: is 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 you know they've they've got like all these permanent locations, but like they it's popular enough that they will probably like do a, a like you know here's the American tour, like the world tour, and they'll like they'll take a crew around and do kind of a truncated version which i i'd I'd go to that 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 makes
1: sense to me that does seem the most realistic you know i i kind of forgot that they do that but i did go see see the lion king uh the broadway uh play in in portland so i guess that's what we can hope for
0: that's a good honestly the the i like the broadway lion king that's a cool those are cool costumes
1: i agree Uh, that's,
0: that's a neat thing i saw I saw the Green Day Broadway play. Oh, I'm so jealous.
1: Tour. I'm so jealous.
0: Uh that's that's a that's mm I enjoyed that. It was good. That uh, sounds
1: that, that sounds excellent. Is there a DVD of that? <laughs> uh,
0: if there is, we should watch that. There there's there's something to put into our uh, bonus episode pile absolutely uh, the, green day, the green day musical along with the movie that he was we're we're we, we have a backlog of green day content we need to get to honestly oh, for sure as, hu- well, as huge as huge book they
1: released
0: oh that's right i forgot about that too there's so much
1: the, gu- the so guide much- the guide for girls the guide <sighs> the guide to be a being a rebel girl thank you cool, billy joe armstrong the,
0: thank you billy joe i cannot wait to read the guide to being a rebel girl uh, and talk about it on our podcast wow i'd I'd completely forgotten about that. Okay, well, uh, let's get into the last couple bits of news here. Um, in in association with this, like big San Francisco cursed child reveal, they released this video of JK Rowling and the producers of the play talking about, um, you know, why they think San Francisco is cool. Um, the weird thing about this is, like, it is being passed around is like oh here's this you know this new video of her talking about the san francisco location and like it is but also if you like look at the other videos they've done in this format this was clearly shot at the same time mm. as some really old videos mm-hmm. uh so where is joe i'm starting to get worried
1: yeah me too i i do mm. but mm. I hope she's, she's just it's, mad.
0: I, I mean, it's got to be like you know we, we we got that one report of that she was like filming something with Daniel Radcliffe in London, so she's clearly like working. It sounds like she's probably just busy and angry, but like I'm starting to get a little like like I'm just waiting for like there's going I'm gonna I'm gonna say something really I'm gonna make some really mean tweet about J.K. Rowling, and then it's gonna like five minutes later there's gonna be like someone else with like uh, J.K. Rowling died, mm-hmm. uh, 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 like just. <laughs> something horrible like that and i'm gonna feel bad but uh i don't know it's just starting to get a little strange um but in this video uh she she uh clued us in on on an exciting little tidbit um did you know that azkaban the name was inspired by alcatraz
1: yes (laughs) is that not obvious (laughs)
0: thank you joe thank you so much joe and i did not i did not put that together but Mm. you know she 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 taught she had she had that ready to go just a little something something for the fans
1: yeah wait Um, until we hear about diagon alley and nocturne alley i'm just waiting to find out what that means
0: (laughs) tell us please let us in (laughs) uh in uh in another piece of jk rolling news um the boss of her charity uh, Lumos uh has has stepped down amid quote culture challenges. Hmm,
1: bad this bad culture.
0: Mhm mm, bad culture. Uh this this is from the BBC. Uh the boss of J.K. Rowling's Children's Charity Lumos is to leave her post after the organization said there were management and culture challenges that needed immediate attention. Georgette Miller, uh has been chief executive of the charity since 2011. The author set up the foundation in 2005 uh and donates royalties some royal donates some royalties to it uh <laughs> to help children in orphanages and similar institutions around the world. Um that's a I feel like that's not really getting like it it is is it is explicitly like an anti orphanage uh charity. Yes. Like it it is it is not uh it it is it has a firm stance. Uh the charity will now set up independent reviews of its govern- governance and culture. Uh, according to the times some former staff members have complained of a culture of bullying and nepotism. I wonder who from? Who 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 do we know involved in this charity? I don't know, I'm just
1: drawing a blank. I'm
0: <laughs> just drawing a blank like who who would come off as a bully, a nepotistic bully. I can't think of anyone who hired uh uh someone to uh, uh star in the uh in their new film who was related to the CEO of their <laughs> website who did that who could have possibly done this
1: there's just no way to know
0: a spokeswoman for the charity told the bbc in a statement the board takes allegations of this nature seriously we were founded to help the most vulnerable people in society and we hold true to our principle of fair treatment for everyone every day that's why we have commissioned independent reviews into this charity's governance and culture all necessary steps will be taken in response to any findings to ensure that uh this is an organization where everyone feels respected and valued uh, announcing the departure, Rowling's agent and Lumos chairman Neil Blair said recently the board of trustees has identified some management and culture challenges. He added, The board believes it is the right time for new leadership. Uh, and uh, JK Rowling says she supports the actions taken by the board, but she doesn't say that. That is just what uh, uh, Mr. Neil says here. So, again, where.
1: Do, do you think that do you think they'll be able to find like a third Redman brother to install uh, in the charity? <laughs>
0: one of them is a lawyer, I think, mm. or or like a hedge fund guy. I feel I, like I'm that would sure. look
1: good on his resume.
0: Mm, yeah, what a you don't perfect... you don't want
1: to run out of Redman brothers though? Don't no, we? That, that... <laughs> uh, I, I didn't know there was more than more than one, uh, but but. <laughs> it might just be an endless supply
0: the yeah the endless supply of red mains uh uh who are who are destined for greatness Mm -hmm. just through yeah you know through pure pure talent uh uh you know not not because they know anyone who knows jokate rolling right yeah (laughs) yeah so so there's that um i have one final piece of news here uh this is really stupid but it it, i just thought (laughs) it, it would be a fun one uh, cause it reminds me of of some Pokemon Go news of yore. Sure. Um, remember remember when Pokemon Go came out and like every article was like, teenagers found a dead body because of the Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And stuff like that. We, we got a. We finally got a Wizard's one. Oh, good. Um, I'm sure that someone at the antic working on the Harry Potter game is like, yes, yes, yes. Finally, we get a, a. This could go viral. I don't think it has. Uh, but it is kind of funny. Uh. Wizards Unite sends players to Hoxton Strip Club. Uh, Oh,
1: that's such a uh, mix-up.
0: The Sun, reporting to the story, spoke to a barmaid known as Arena who seemed amused about the Potter connection. Oh, is that Harry Potter game out? She said, I've been waiting for it to come (laughs) out for ages. How funny it is that we're on here. Harry Potter fans are welcome like anyone else as long as they put a pound in the glass and are over 18. That's cute. I mean... What do, what do you What do you want her to say? That's uh, wonderful.
1: Yeah, I hope she's I think, enjoying the game.
0: Yeah, I hope she's having a good time. It's a that's a cute little thing. But uh I just i I saw this and was like, oh, I remember. I remember when every article was about like someone died playing Pokemon Go. Someone saw a, a boob because of Pokemon Go. uh Now, now we're 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 almost there with Harry Potter. But I don't think I don't think this one this one stuck.
1: Uh, there, there was, um, there was a Harry Potter Wizarding Wizards Unite event recently, right? And it was like a lot of Harry getting sucked off by Dementors.
0: <laughs> yeah, the the it was called the Brilliant Event. Um,
1: very catchy. Uh,
0: yeah, really good name. Uh, and yes, it, they they spawned a bunch of the same, uh, foundables and confoundables that you uh, know and love into the game, but they had like purple goo on them.
1: Mm. Um
0: so that's really cool. uh and uh and, and and boy howdy was i excited to get out there and, and and get my steps in and start uh and start collecting Harry Potter but purple. Um, uh, Harry
1: Potter getting sucked off by a dementor but covered in purple goo. <laughs> covered in purple goo. There
0: yes, people uh, uh uh thank you to all of the uh fans who were sending us pictures of that onto the twitter. Uh, we got some very good screenshots. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, they're trying, I guess. But I, I think that, um, you know, if if they're worried that like people aren't sticking with this game, I don't I, I certainly was not ready or, or, or was not um, moved to reinstall the game by seeing I could get a purple Harry Potter.
1: Yeah, I, I'm pretty over it. Um, I'm always looking looking to the next thing and I'm just waiting for that AAA game that that uh, that's coming coming down the pipe um yeah we're, a, a where, little disappointed it wasn't at e3 where uh, the fuck is that we want that game
0: we want that game like like th- that this th- that is so potent because like it is both like i i want that both ironically and unironically
1: the like, perfect like, combination
0: it's the right it's the perfect combination of like like it, it is it is a win-win like if it's bad it's funny Uh, And if it's good, I will love it because it's a game about I mean, like in the trailer, there's that part where they like walk up to a big hippogriff looking thing and it's like really well animated and cute. And I'm like, oh, this is a game where I get to see some fantastic beasts.
1: Yeah. Hell yeah.
0: It's going to be great. I'm into it. Um, But who knows? Uh, All I know is that, like, it is so funny to me that they are sitting on that when it is probably i think the most excited i've seen people online be like for harry potter in a long time like just come on give it get it get it out there people will love that shit definitely all right well that's the news what do you say we get into our reading for this week
1: can't put it off any longer can we no
0: we have to we have to talk about it i'm so sorry we have to get into the chapter for this week
1: we we have to talk about the chapter we read this week which is <sighs> chapter 27 the centaur and the sneak mm. uh, the, the students are getting ready i'm not gonna do it in that voice the whole time I, I don't i don't i'm i'm so this is such a chapter the students are getting ready uh for their first divination lesson with forenzi
0: oh is he's the t- centaur
1: the centaur yeah literally is that how it's pronounced
0: Cent- centaur, centaur no forenzi oh foren Frenz. Said... Frenzy? I I I remember um uh our, our good friend Jim Dale always said forens.
1: I think he did too. And then I believe that I read an article on Pottermore that said something along the lines. It was like a a here are a bunch of characters that you've been pronouncing wrong the whole time, and it described Frenzy's name as sounding like Frenzy.
0: Oh, huh. Okay. I I mean it could be one of those things where like I don't know is he like a, it's it's an Italian name I think. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's okay, yeah, it is. It is it is actually I'm 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 having okay, this is the most zc brain blast anyone has ever had. Sure. It's me and it's me. I'm having it right, right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know that it's uh it is it, it it's I think it's one of those things that can kind of go either way depending on the accent you're reading it in because Firenze is how you say Florence in like ye the italian and i know oh. that because i've recently been replaying the assassin's creed games and Ezio is always talking about frenzy that's um, wonderful so so uh um i think if you are if if you are like you know correctly pronouncing it it would have like the little eh on the end but i think for our purposes friends is probably fine unless we want to do an italian accent this whole time which is fine <laughs> because it's always okay to do an italian accent it's never racist
1: that's true i will not be doing an italian accent out of respect for our listeners um
0: can you please try it in an Italian? No, accent? I don't I
1: don't think I can. I'm I'm really bad <laughs> at doing voices. Um I I will not be doing an Italian accent, um but I I think Folks, that-
0: folks, mm-hmm. if we hit $1000 on Patreon, uh Liz will read one of the um the chapter descriptions in an italian accent
1: oh for sure i i that'll I'm, give me time to that'll give me time to practice <laughs> I'm, I'm making this promise on your behalf that's but, fine but, that's that's fine i will not be doing it goal. today um uh, I, but i guess we've established that forensa is italian right
0: i guess so yeah
1: i've stalled i've stalled long enough um and have have uh, received a challenge as a result um <laughs> the students are getting ready for their first divination lesson with friends um, they're, they, they are kind of chattering about it, uh, at breakfast, uh, but it is time and they go to do his classroom, um, and are, and are a little bit surprised. They're like, oh, why is it not being held in the forbidden forest? Um, but they, they go into the classroom and it's been enchanted to, to look like they're outdoors in a forest. And and we find some kind of information about, about forens. He's been, he's been banished from his herd, uh, for helping Dumbledore out. They, they think that as like a betrayal of their kind. Um, he also has a hoofprint shaped bruise on his chest uh they do some stargazing and and friends talks about divination and and kind of criticizes the way that Trelawney has been teaching it saying that uh, typically humans like even if they are true seers are too caught up in in like human things to really see the the movements of the universe and like the things that matter uh in in nature um uh, so they do so they do kind of that that and, and Harry is kind of thinking that it's a it's a very strange, strange lesson. Um we also get a little bit of the students asking forens like some very insensitive questions, like um asking if I think one student asked if Hagrid like breeds the centaurs or something. Uh, uh, mm,
0: mm. I had a I, I'm saving it. I'm saving Save all... it saving
1: it (laughs) this is this is not editorialized this is just this is just what happens in the book uh so there's some kind of insensitive questions to friends um friends does ask harry to to speak with him after class and so he goes and talks to him and and he says he gives a cryptic warning uh about hagrid and says you know our, our tribe has has befriended hagrid um but i need you to deliver this message to him and i would um uh, if I could go to the forest, but I'm banished. Uh, the message is the attempt is not working. He would do better to abandon it. Uh, we get a little bit of a, you know, like, uh, some framing in the next scene that, that time has, has moved forward. We're kind of in spring quarter. It's, it's sometime in March and it's, it's a little bit gloomy. Uh, Hagrid's classes have all been observed by Umbridge, um, uh, but Harry finally finds the time to, to meet with him after class by pretending that he left his book behind. And he gives Hagrid the warning. Uh, Hagrid brushes it off and says, you know, I, I it's, it's too important. Um, and Harry's also worried that he's going to lose his job. And and Hagrid says something cryptic about, you know, some things are more important uh, than, than keeping a job, but he won't, he won't tell Harry what he's been doing. Uh, the DA has been going really well. It, it's it's uh, Harry says, you know, it's the, the one thing keeping him going. It's been, it's been a hard year. Uh, We kind of jump in to a DA meeting where all they're all learning how to, how to cast uh, their Patronus. Um, And, and it's going, it's going pretty well. Uh, But Harry's doing the kind of, the kind of like the teacher thing where he's like, well, it's easy in this classroom, uh, but it won't be so easy if, if there are Dementors around. Um, Everything is going pretty well, though, until Dobby arrives um, with a warning and and Dobby doesn't doesn't want to tell tell them what it is. Um, He's he's hurting himself again. uh, But Harry finally gets it out of him that that Umbridge uh, that Umbridge is on her way. She's found out about the D.A. So Harry tells everyone to run um, and he kind of waits up and makes sure everyone gets out. okay. but that means that on his way uh, to escape. Uh, he gets tripped up by Draco Malfoy, who is in league with Umbridge, uh, and he takes takes him to her, and and she's very pleased to have caught him caught him in the act uh, doing a doing an illegal club, uh, and so she takes Harry to Dumbledore's office. Um, Fudge and Shacklebolt and Percy Weasley and another person we don't know are there, um, and it's don't I. I I don't even know how to like talk about this without just like a play by play. So I'm going to try to summarize it as best I can. Um, it's kind of a like kangaroo court vibe scene where Umbridge is trying to get Harry to confess. Um, Dumbledore communicates to Harry um, to, to basically deny everything. And so Harry does. And Umbridge asks, you know, like you haven't you been meeting at an illegal club? And Harry's like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, but alas, Umbridge has a witness, and it's Marietta Edgecombe, who we remember as Cho Chang's best friend, um, that kind of reluctantly joined the DA, um, and she's there, and she has ratted ratted them out, um, and as a consequence, um, has the word sneak across her face and like these horrible pustules, um, but she won't say anything further because she's scared of like the jinx getting worse but umbridge is kind of goading her on like to tell her what you told me on and on um and then dumbledore tell like communicates to kingsley shacklebolt to alter marietta's memory so that when when umbridge asks her if there have been meetings she says no and then Umbridge is like, but I also have evidence. And she pulls out a scroll and it's the original scroll that everyone signed their names on to join the club. And at the top of it, it says Dumbledore's army. And then Dumbledore sees that, knows that Harry can't deny it anymore. And is like, aha, you've found my secret army. Um, they Fudge is like, aha, you were making a secret army this whole time. Tries to have him arrested. Dumbledore knocks them all out like, just like knocks him out cold says to harry like you know you gotta practice occlumency uh mister and then he teleports away that's my i i I have no i that was my the best i could do
0: i have been gripping my chair and grinding my teeth attempting not to to editorialize
1: because (laughs) this chapter is insane uh the order of the phoenix honeymoon is over
0: yeah we were having such a good time uh you know last week was definitely a big bump in the road but um i was i was ready you know because when i saw that this was like like the big kind of like i don't know like the release of the tension chapter you know a lot of tension's been building i was like oh maybe it'll all be worth it but holy fucking shit this is uh wowie wowie zowie um, I think broadly, like just before we get kind of into the play-by-play here, um this chapter feels like you know how when we we hit a similar spot in Goblet of Fire with the um the like Sirius and Barty Crouch Sr uh explanations that went on too long that were like attempts to like tie together all the things that had been going on neatly Mm -hmm. in one scene sure this feels like a direct response to like that criticism almost you know like like oh it was too neat you just had a character come in and like put all the pieces together themselves uh you know like ah how do i how do i tie all of these various Plot threads together into into one moment without just having a character you know say all of those things <laughs> uh are connected uh and i don't know if this is better i don't know if doing it this way was better this is this 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 weird scene that is constructed at the end of this chapter uh, and honestly, some of the table setting that the beginning of this chapter does uh, is just maybe the most insane uh, way you could attempt to tie this stuff off, I think.
1: Yeah, we, we've done we've done a lot of goofs that we've got some we've had some infamous chapters on this podcast the first the mm-hmm. classic the norbert chapter of course norbert
0: chapter uh yeah. the,
1: the, the serious exp- explaining the entire like everything that has happened in a long monologue chapter mm-hmm. um we we had you know a little some some goofs about moody's plan voldemort's plan and goblet of fire this chapter takes the cake for me as maybe just the most absurd thing i've ever read um i i did read this twice the first time i read this chapter i was i was just like you know i had a pretty busy weekend i was i was like pretty rushed i was just like making sure that everything i was like caught up with everything so i read it a bit later um than i usually would and it was like right before bed and so i was like really tired and there was a point in this like last scene that the dumbledore like escape scene where i'm just like am i too tired to read like am i delirious am i just not Uh not like keeping up with what's going on and then i went back and i and i always read it again to to do my notes and and stuff uh for the show um and no it really is just like (laughs) it really is just like this
0: no it it is a bonkers ass chapter it is um it's kind of a combination of all of our quote unquote favorite uh, styles of chapter in this. In that it is it is a um, it is both a character explains everything chapter, mm-hmm. a Dumbledore Spymaster chapter <laughs> and a, uh, a clusterfuck farce in one room chapter, like kind of all oh, it once. really
1: is. This this is the trifecta of of our of our favorite stuff
0: <laughs> Of of all of our favorite Harry Potter chapter styles but let's start at the beginning let's talk about this friends stuff because there's there's a lot going on here both like with the friends character and like some hermione and the other girls character development stuff and even just some plot stuff where i'm just like this is all missing for me real hard um uh i guess first of all uh, hey how about those stupid girls who like the handsome centaur
1: oh, i hate those stupid girls i hate girls so much we really do open this one is a like a knockout and just like hits all the all all, all the bad stuff like we we open mm. right away with like lavender i think like curling her eyelashes with her yep. wand mm-hmm. what
0: <laughs> that is that is that is like the first paragraph uh, it was breakfast time a few days after the sacking of Professor Pre- Pre- Trelawney, and uh, uh, Parvati was curling her eyelashes around her wand and examining oh. the effect in the back of her spoon. Uh, they were to taking... have their first lesson with friends this morning. Just
1: taking selfies at the breakfast table, not not looking around and enjoying enjoying their time uh, with their fellow students, huh? <laughs>
0: Yeah, just just they're not living in the moment like Hermione, right? The
1: the framing of this sucks so bad, which is really just that like all of these like silly girls, which I'm pretty sure comprised like the entire like all of the girls in the book, um, Mm -hmm. that that were really into divination and spent a lot of time on that and and cared about it a lot and and like Trelawney are now being shown kind of the error of their ways, especially and it sucks. Because I really did like some of the um, magic that happened, like the the literal magic, the divination stuff that happens in Friends' as class, but it is yes. all framed around this idea and and the the very very obvious subtext that like women are too um and, and of course he says it's like humans right but it's like it's yes. obviously women that are into divination are are too are too caught up in like like superficial stuff like curling their eyebrows so they can't do divination like the right way because they're they're too you know self-obsessed
0: it is so, there are so many layers to the forens thing um that fascinate me so they're like there. so like yeah there's that one that i i was really raising an eyebrow at at the um this this weird framing of forens is like you know being a hero for like being willing to deal with humans uh you know from like dumbledore and, and and harry's perspective like oh he's 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 cool he's he just wants everyone to be friends or whatever um and then for him to immediately get into this like oh stupid human divination or whatever which was very odd to me because there is the ghost of an interesting idea here uh that touches on some like interesting like cultural appropriation type stuff that I thought it was going to get into like oh like oh is this like is is like divination like centaur's magic, and like Trelawney has just like done a really shitty job of teaching it, and it's like no because like divination as we know it uh, in harry potter is based v- like really almost literally in like the classic like medieval european uh and like going like going all the way back to like greek divination stuff mm-hmm. uh whereas the stuff that um uh forens has them doing you know, he's got he's got them like burning sage and, and stuff it, it, like it's more like celtic druidism stuff right which i i know this is i know this is like again more like completely insane stuff only zc cares about <laughs> territory but like those are different things those are di- th- those are like completely different cultural approaches to divination uh, uh, i mean like the the uh, obviously you know there's a lot of controversy about it at, you know through various points in history but like the the european version um that that the Trelawney top was often like in parallel to like christian teaching like it was like it was like a christian folklore type stuff mm-hmm. uh whereas uh, uh stuff is clearly very pagan um and like that's kind of an interesting thing that i don't think jk rowling really thought about because there there's other stuff in this chapter that makes me raise my other eyebrow about what being human means to jk rowling uh because that clearly comes from a very christian background so this is all just a fucking like i i was nearly i was like like ready to just like throw this book across the room halfway through just because of all this stuff it was just like it's such a fucking mess of like like wasted potential really Uh,
1: yeah i think the thing that really gets me you you know there's all this stuff again that's like really being gestured at um, especially with like the students asking like insensitive questions to to friends yeah. in the class, and and all of and all of these things that are happening in the story, which is which is a big a big racism metaphor, and and to come away with my my only conclusion here, which is that J.K. Rowling didn't think about what it means to be human for uh-huh. for a centaur, <laughs> like and maybe that maybe that's not fair maybe she did think about it and and came away with maybe like a bizarre conclusion but it is so muddled and confusing and ultimately frustrating especially because like again like you said there's like is like a ghost of some cool stuff happening here
0: It's it's touching on some real tensions i mean i mean like there's some real bad stuff in here too like i mean hermione in her epic dunk uh against against lavender and and Pravati points out that uh is part human you know he's not human um which i'm sorry but like in a story where we're supposed to be you know talking about like sentient creatures that you know like like centaur is clearly function in a quote-unquote human way right like they are alive they have sentience they have sapience they're they're living beings with thoughts and feelings and, and and souls or whatever and maybe not capital s soul in the in the sense that like exists in the harry potter world i guess maybe who knows but like they are alive and for for hermione to like very coolly point out that like oh he's part human which i think is meant specifically to mean that like physically he is half human or more part human or whatever but that's an insane thing to point out in a story about how umbridge is bad for being racist against half humans
1: yeah like particularly because the other tension that's running parallel to this is hagrid's um dealing with his his brother who is a full giant I mean ha- Hagrid is a half giant which mm-hmm. I, I I would think that Hermione would be having some sort of like character arc here but I don't think that there's any payoff from this I'm pretty sure it's just a way to make fun of the other girls in this chapter
0: yeah uh I mean like I mean, there there's the this idea that like Ferens was kicked out of his herd for like you know consorting with the humans or whatever which casts them as like the unreasonable villains in this situation except that when you remember that this is also a story where uh, uh the the wizard human government has uh declared centaurs as beasts and yet there's like a statue of them that we saw in this book of one like looking up to a human who is like physically above him you know uh, in this fountain or whatever it's hard for me to like feel like like there's 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 a story there that's very interesting but like like the you know we we know that jk rowling is really going for this like oh like love and tolerance and peace like like very very like bland why can't we all just get along message here where i honestly don't find that like hinted at story all that unreasonable honestly like like the centaurs are oppressed peoples uh in in this world uh and and this weird uh equivocation it does between them being angry at forens for working with dumbledore vis-a-vis uh, uh umbrage's uh um you know distaste for half-breeds quote-unquote is some really uncomfortable false equivalents i think
1: yeah i think that like this this the way that this book frames it is so is really very confusing to me that i I can't even tell if it's just like an accident
0: Mm. not that it It matters but i but i'm just like
1: it is so it is so strange like is he really there to to make make a point point? here or is he there to literally deliver a message to hagrid like i i i, I cannot <laughs> right, i can't yeah. figure that out
0: yeah yeah it's because cause, yeah i i i do and i do you know like i said there's some stuff i even appreciate about this scene i love that um you know uh that he his lesson to the to the kids in this in this scene is like divination is kind of unknowable and esoteric and like you're never quite sure about anything and it's a big all a big mystery and i think that's really cool except for the fact that that was what Trelawney was teaching them also like like that's not new that's that's what we were praising about Trelawney in the third book right it was like oh it's so cool that there's finally this like more unknowable mysterious branch of magic in this series where everything is otherwise quite pinned down Mm -hmm. So he's serving the same purpose that Trelawney served, but also there to dunk on women being too into selfies and curling their eyelashes and wanting to fuck a centaur, um,
1: right? Which, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm wondering if it has because obviously, like, for as much as this these books like to, I don't know, have it kind of both ways with Trelawney. Uh, I mean, the prophecy at the end of this book. It is. I mean, the prophecy is the macguffin of this book, right? Like it, it is. Mm-hmm. It is the object that we care about in this plot. And I'm wondering if Ferenz is here to lend credibility to divination.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, because we do. We we we. Everything hinges on a on a capital P prophecy. Pretty soon, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean it doesn't it, do, it shouldn't really matter because I I feel like having Dumbledore say like yes, the prophecy is real would be enough uh, since he since he is the character that is there to just like say what is correct.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh it's still just such a mess i mean like you know you're talking about all this like like all this stuff kind of being on accident i think it is and i think i think that maybe one of the biggest unfortunate accident accidents in this is is that we know do do you remember like the one defining characteristic of bane we know um the centaur who who kicked him out of the herd it's
1: been a long it's been a long time we've been reading these books for 72 weeks
0: he well he's the black centaur
1: oh right Oh yeah, because so. Ferenz, Ferenz is a Palomino, so he's he's blonde right. and fair and has blue eyes.
0: <laughs> that's right. He's the white centaur, and, and Bane, the unreasonable one, uh, is the black centaur. So that's great. Good job, John. Ah, jeez. Why, you know, just 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 why why can't the centaurs and the humans get along? I mean, the end of this yeah. book
1: is the centaurs carrying Umbridge off to be question mark?
0: mm Mm-hmm yeah let's 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 save that for for when that happens because i'm 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 bracing for that one um i have a very very dumb question for you Mm. this is maybe my dumbest nitpick in this chapter uh full of insane stuff but i i really really have to bring this up why i'm gonna uh, this is and this is this is me going to classic (laughs) rewriter mode (laughs) why was the divination lesson not in the room of requirement like because it's a
1: secret right
0: well but here's the thing uh uh so they needed to convert the classroom into a a, like greenhouse for the for the centaur so he felt more at home Mm -hmm. right um i guess dumbledore can do that he can walk into the classroom and say all right this one is this one's a forest now cool i guess except that we already know that there is a room that can be whatever it needs to be so why didn't they just say oh it's in this classroom uh and like you know everyone's like oh what is this weird room i didn't know there was a cool forest room in here and like harry is like sweating bullets because he's like uh-oh oh Oh, shit oh fuck
1: that would be some interesting tension wouldn't it right like like we 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 we
0: have a room that could be turned into whatever you need and the centaur needs a different room couldn't this have? i don't know this is just me like wanting there to be more tension and like interplay in these books but like this just seems like a fairly obvious one to me
1: well you see jk rowling may have not accounted for um the politics of what's happening in this world but she did account for centaurs not being able to walk upstairs (laughs)
0: or ladders which is an image that i really really liked honestly that was that was a joke i did appreciate was like how do you think he's gonna get up the fucking ladder
1: i'm Um, curious what it looks like when you get kicked by a horse
0: oh yes that's the other thing the uh, I, i imagine it does not look good um but the 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 like looney tunes description of the uh harry noticing a uh hoof shaped bruise on his chest is so funny to me so i
1: have made the very risky google image search horse kick injury (laughs) which let me tell you ouch um yeah but of the like bruises that i Mm. see it is it is not what i would describe as a looney tunes (laughs) of shaped bruise right i
0: would imagine it's just like a a big fucking bruise right like not a yeah
1: that appears to be appears to be the case i guess if you're really like i I guess there's one that kind of just looks like a horseshoe but but i'm i'm i really enjoy this um like harry sleuthing this one out and be like oh that looks like when you get kicked by a horse has harry ever been horseback riding ah,
0: Yeah, Harry is really into uh what's dr- dressage, dressage or whatever it's called. Yeah. He's really into that. <laughs> the Dursleys took him. Yeah, I uh I I I I will will get to it once we get into the 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 meat of this chapter's insanity. Um but I'm fairly sure that like him uh, forens in this comical horse injury is meant to be a parallel to marietta Edgecombe and her uh her scarlet letter as it were um
1: why uh, it doesn't make sense it doesn't say anything
0: no it doesn't make any fucking sense at all but it but like why why put those parallel images in at all like Otherwise, you know, unless unless she was trying to, anyway, we'll we'll get to that because we we have a lot of Marietta stuff to get to, but we have to we have to talk about this awful Patronus teaching scene. This
1: is worse than I remember. Like, I, I know we've talked a lot in the lead up to this scene, which is where everyone in the DA learns, like, finds out their Patronus or like casts the Patronus. Like, we we have made fun of this in the past. A little refresher yeah. it's because it ruins the patronus and it, yeah. and it really undermines that the the like really like evocative like interesting stuff about book three um mm-hmm. i forgot that it's there like you don't even there's there's no part where it's like oh harry has grown and is now passing on what he learned there's right. no there's literally no character element of any of this. It is merely background set dressing. I cannot yeah. believe that.
0: It is. It is so throwaway. Uh, um. I also love the uh the detail where like he's walking around. And he's just like, oh, these fucking suck. We need to bogart. We need to scare the shit out of you kids like he's just he's just going full mad eye moody
1: why kind of. he, yeah he's like, doing this like grizzly professor thing where he's he's just like uh they they don't know it's, he's doing the like they don't know what it's like out on the battlefield like yeah.
0: me <laughs> you know what it's like you don't know what it's like out there when when a when a weird guy wearing no shoes comes up to you and is like, all right, we gotta we gotta bow and then and then he misses when he shoots me because I'm hiding behind a tombstone. And, the D- and then we point our wands at each other, and my my ghost dad comes out. Do you
1: do you think the DA is stealing valor?
0: Uh there, yeah, specifically Harry's valor. <laughs> Harry, Harry is the one veteran of Hogwarts. <laughs>
1: veteran veteran of the second war and 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 these and these these clowns all get together and they call themselves an army and i just think that's stealing valor which is maybe the worst crime you can commit
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i just this whole scene it's it, it like it i i had to double back when i got to the patronus part because it like it just starts to they had finally started working on patronuses like that's just how the paragraph starts mm-hmm. and i'm like wait what like they're they're doing what excuse me um and and it's just like this weird joke scene like like oh uh her hermione's is an otter and she kind of likes it and everyone else is shooting silver goo out of their wands because they're not good at it yet and chose is a swan because it's you pretty know why. like her yeah and hermione's Um, is an
1: otter for some reason i think that's my maybe least favorite detail here
0: yeah what can we can we suss out why her patronus is an otter do we know is there any does she has she ever mentioned otters before
1: what what does that represent for her what does that what does that tell us about her character
0: i mean otters are cool Uh, sure i love otters otters are adorable uh but like what's the de- here hold on let's gonna i'm gonna get to the bottom of this why is hold on wait let's hey siri hey siri why is hermione's patronus an otter okay i found this on the web
1: for why is hermione's patronus an otter check it out
0: check it out uh jk rowling reveals details oh, about Hermione's perfect. otter patronus perfect. perfect straight from the source jk Rowling's twitter feed might just be the best thing to happen to harry potter fans since well ever that's what we're always saying constantly that's what we're always saying and i wish she would come back uh the author is constantly dropping new information about the beloved beloved wizarding series including new details about harry potter's kids and how to pronounce voldemort properly pro tip don't pronounce okay Uh. i'm going i'm ascending this is from business insider seeing business insider say pro tip like like the fucking game uh <laughs> game what 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 do you what even what game magazine was it game pro? Yeah it was game pro the pro tip meme came from mm. like the fucking That's so weird. Okay, on Wednesday, Rowling tweeted a seemingly non-potter related tweet about a sea otter at the shed aquarium in Chicago named Luna. According to the tweet, sea otters are rolling's favorite animals. Oh, so that's probably one. <sighs> huh? Uh uh so to the average person this just might seem like a tweet about an adorable sea otter but to a potter fan rolling's tweet actually contains an interesting detail about hermione granger and her patronus in case you aren't familiar with patronuses wizards use the patronus charm to ward off soul-sucking dementors <laughs> each wizard's patronus takes the shape of a different animal and often reflect a character's personality for example harry's is a stag and professor Snape's is a doe <laughs> uh, uh so tell me does tell me why does the uh, does that silver patronus look familiar it should hermione's patronus is an otter which means Rowling based hermione's patronus on her favorite animal okay so that's all that's the only reason that that, that hermione is is like uh, i said jk her
1: her patronus being an otter does not tell us anything about hermione as a character
0: no and it, it doesn't and it like it pisses me off too because like this is the this this is like such a clear-cut example of like why the patronus stuff sucks so bad is because like harry harry's patronus is not a is not a stag because he likes deer right like that's (laughs) that's not that's not how it works that's not the point it's a very powerful symbol specifically to that character an otter i guess what 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 emotional attachment could could hermione let's let's theorize what 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 happened in hermione's hermione's childhood that made her 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 think of an otter in her uh her happiest moments. her
1: parents took her to the zoo and she really liked the otters there
0: she fell she fell into the into the otter enclosure mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and she oh or or she um oh i know what it was Uh, she found out the otters are really smart animals because like when you give them like a puzzle they can they can put the puzzle together sure, yeah and she's like that's me I'm not like those other animals who are stupid
1: right right or maybe she like learned about how they carry a rock around to like smash like clams and stuff open on their on their bellies and she's like you know I could smash Rita Skeeter with a rock oh my god i think i've got it i think i think that's you probably it. it
0: you've you've cracked the code mm-hmm. you, that's that's why <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is a very stupid Not, scene
0: dumb dumbass scene but then uh then dobby runs in we got we get some we get a little bit of dobby okay
1: but i've got right an there. issue i've got an issue with everything in this it's chapter bad. why i thought dobby was a free elf
0: yeah, Dobby's a free elf. He doesn't have to hurt himself anymore. What's the deal with he's that? He's
1: acting in the same way that he did in like book two, where he's like has to yeah. tell something, but he like can't. He can't bring himself to do it, and he has to, like you like like kind of like like mouth stuff at Harry. But then like he like tries, and he's like hitting himself. um Why? Is that just a Dobby? I thought the whole. I thought the whole point was that he was free so he didn't have to do that stuff he, ju- yeah, he just doesn't... he's free and he has a job i thought that was it Yeah, he's
0: an employee that was the whole point yeah. of dobby yeah i'm i'm very against what they've done to dobby's character here. although i do think i will say it, it, bad scene i do think it's kind of cute that he when he tries to smash his head into the wall it doesn't do anything because he's wearing eight hats i think that's kind of cute
1: it, it is like that's cute.
0: a that's a funny detail and i wish that we had seen him wearing eight hats in the movie
1: yeah me too um so so that's uh a bummer but yes you're right it is a cute image uh
0: there are the two worst lines in the world in this oh good oh
1: good uh, just read them read them to me i can't wait
0: is she coming harry asked quietly dobby let out a howl yes harry potter (laughs) yes (laughs)
1: Uh. (laughs) thank you dobby thanks thanks, dobby for the update uh (laughs)
0: uh this whole thing is psycho harry harry barks some orders at everyone to run what is
1: this character that he is this entire time between like the like you don't know what it's like out on the battlefield and then and then his just like giving orders to dobby it's like dobby that's an order i don't know this like grizzled rambo harry potter (laughs) i don't like it
0: it sucks so bad uh what did you think of uh draco uh shouting the move he was doing like a dragon ball character when he tripped harry potter i appreciate that oh it was cute it's just he, he a tripping I, tripping spell I,
1: uh, you have fallen for my tripping spell this time harry potter the,
0: I, I will say there is one part of this chapter i do like if i have to pick one thing it is the image uh of where where is it uh where's this here we go uh he rolled over onto his back and saw malfoy concealed in a niche behind an ugly dragon-shaped vase <laughs> just like the idea of like the <laughs> top of draco malfoy's head peeking out over a really big pot, like pot like that is a very funny uh very funny picture but uh this this whole thing shall we we we've been dancing around it we have to get into it the umbridge catches him and takes him to dumbledore and, and then and then all all hell breaks loose. Um,
1: I've never played a Phoenix Wright game before, have you?
0: Hmm. Uh yeah, I love I love Phoenix this Wright. This is this scene is how
1: what I imagine those games are like. Can you tell me how accurate <laughs> that is?
0: That is not far off, honestly. Really, really kind of not far off at all. Uh yeah, no, the the this this bizarre back and forth that happens here. Did I miss a detail is... about
1: why Fudge is there? I must have. <sighs> there's so much happening I,
0: I i assume the implication is that like umbridge has had this sting planned
1: oh okay and
0: is and like and like it's like hey hey uh uh cornelius fudge you're gonna want to be here for this but that doesn't really explain why he's in because like what, what what were him and dumbledore talking about while umbridge was going to find the kids like was he just standing just there like, like so how are you doing like what's what's up i'm just here here on uh, on on official ministry uh, uh sting operation business
1: just just conducting a sting operation in the school uh for children in your office uh just having yeah. a very normal time um this actually I, i'd like to rewind just a touch because um the draco stuff really reminds me of a story from my real life And I know fun. Um, My seventh grade social honor, social studies teacher um, was, is probably like maybe one of the worst teachers I've ever had. And it wasn't until this moment that I realized like, Oh, this is like my umbrage story. Um, oh, he, he was just like god awful and like didn't know the subject at all, which is like saying something because it's what seventh grade social studies, right? And he was like, he was like the the football coach, right? Like the the typical oh, like boy. football coach teaching honor social studies for some reason. I think he also taught the honor science class, but I had like a different a different teacher. Um, mm-hmm. And this is um, United States public school, right? Um, right. And he had. Uh, th- this is just like my set dressing here is that he had all of these like jesus fish and like bible quotes all around all around his classroom uh, mm. i don't know why that was allowed uh, and then and then his, his big thing is is that he didn't really teach social studies he just went on these like long weird like motivational speech kind of rants and and i remember them i remember them specifically because it was it was like it was fucking like he would like show us like remember the titans and like give us a big long speech i'm like oh you are just like the you are football coach guy right um Uh and i I just remember because he would conclude all his speeches by saying like i have you know i have three three priorities in life Uh, and they're more important than anything else I could teach you in this classroom. Number one is God. Number two is my family. And number three is you guys. That's always how he would end like all of these, these speeches. Um, But here's my umbrage moment with this, because uh, like during the year, he would always bring like certain students in the classroom those like Starbucks Frappuccino beverage, it like not from Starbucks, but the ones you can just like get at Safeway in, oh, in sure. the like glass yeah. bottles. And I was like, yeah, and yeah. I was like, what's that about? And slowly, it just like kind of started to like come out over time that the that that was like everyone that went to his church, and he would like bring them like stuff during class, and. He got like really mad, like red in the face, angry, screaming at the classroom um, because he heard someone was talking shit about him behind his back. And it all came (laughs) out that he was like, he's like, just like the most unhinged teacher rant I've ever heard in my life. Where He's like, I have eyes and ears everywhere. If you say anything bad about me, everyone that's in the youth group at my church will come and tell me. (laughs) Holy fucking shit! I mean, it what? was it was it, it was really something, and it and it, oh and it really and it really just kind of like snowballed from there. Like that that group of 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 kids that went to this guy's church would all go and like hang out with him in his classroom after school and like gossip about the other students to him.
0: That is psycho. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah.
1: I, I'm like looking back on it now, and I'm like, that was that was nuts um but that, that but that's, is that's my Umbridge teacher because i'm wow. because i'm like oh it's like Umbridge's is like weird student yeah like because i think that draco ends up being part of like that squad right
0: yeah absolutely draco draco is getting uh uh chocolate frappuccinos uh uh, uh after class for for being part of Umbridge's <laughs> little gang oh my god that is <laughs>
1: I I was gonna I was gonna gonna do like a like a like say his name fuck you on the show but the name is like really like you'd be able to find him immediately so I'm not gonna do that but uh okay hey social studies teacher fuck you
0: (laughs) yeah fuck that guy we have a podcast now your student has a podcast where we get to gossip about you
1: ah that's that is the the most epic own of all time
0: that's right. And I'm, and I, I, I don't have one right now, but I could go get one of those uh, uh, Frappuccino bottles anytime I want. Cause I'm an adult, so I don't need it. Exactly.
1: Exact, need exactly. Exactly. So that's my Umbridge story. Right. I feel like that's like the, th- the thing, like everyone has their own Umbridge story yeah. and I didn't get to mine until, until this chapter with, with Draco, um, Draco's <laughs> like sting operation. <laughs> that is so fucking good.
0: Oh my Lord. So yeah, um uh they they uh the the, the evil social studies teacher takes <laughs> Harry to Dumbledore. And uh and and so then the this the Dumbledore's epic spy master plan can truly unfold. So let's walk through just like the skeleton of like how the conversation goes first.
1: I don't even know if I can.
0: So uh <laughs> Harry is asked by Cornelius Fudge, "Do you yeah. know why you're here?"
1: And he's and, and he's he about in- to say, "Hell, yeah, I do." And he's about to say,
0: "Hell, yes." <laughs> but then he notices that Dumbledore is like not looking at him but kind of making a face. Mm. So he he kind of like pivots away from he like half says yes and then he says no. Then he just keeps on saying no over and over again every time they ask him a question. So Umbridge brings out Marietta Edgecombe, who is like the the witness, the, her star witness. Um, but then Harry hears a whooshing sound, and Marietta Edgecombe can't respond to anything whenever Umbridge asks her what's what's what the deal is. Then. Uh, umbridge was like well that doesn't matter because i have the, the <laughs> a piece of paper um that that says that the the, the da exists. which i
1: would like to take a brief aside to say that the reason that she has it is because she walked by the room of requirement and thought i need evidence
0: which that brings oh, ooh, i'm gonna have to <laughs> i'm going off about what does the room requirement do at once once i'm done walking through this so then uh uh harry is like well fuck you have the paper i guess i guess you're right to which dumbledore says ah but it says dumbledore's (laughs) army not harry potter's army and then fudge is super excited to arrest dumbledore and then dumbledore poofs away so like this and and that's not even touching i mean i'll get into the other stuff that's just like the broad like description of what's going on here the details of this are even crazier like did i mean i guess we know that she didn't have as much editorial oversight this time she had no deadline Uh,
1: uh, was
0: this the (laughs) was, was this the best you could do on no deadline jk like, I'm sorry, but what the fuck?
1: <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Honestly. It's
0: it's truly fucking baffling. Uh, like, like from, okay, so f- Fudge, Fudge is there, I guess, because he's really excited about getting one over Dumbledore. I don't know why actually he's there, but like, that's, I guess, guess just because uh, jk rowling loves to write these like weird clusterfuck scenes where a million characters are all usually involving fudge too yeah we're used to
1: this like coming into a room and it's like oh the the minister is here uh and the leader of the cops uh someone we don't know oh percy weasley is also here i i'm fine i'm like yeah i forgot percy weasley was here
0: i forgot he was here fuck he's
1: he's here to like Be a bootlicker, which I actually do like. To be fair, yeah, there's a couple. I I I do enjoy that. He he, like the the fudge will like say something, and he goes like, ha ha ha, very good, minister. Very,
0: yeah, like that part's pretty funny. Um, but okay, so this I think just broadly speaking, this chapter is attempting to do two different kinds of like hope reveals of how smart a character is. Mm-hmm. And I think both of them are valid on their own, but you cannot do both. There there are two things you do in stories like this. It's like one, it looks like the character is defeated, but actually they've been planning ahead for this the whole time and this is all part of their plan and then they've pulled it off without a hitch cuz they're just they they can, you know, it's the oh, he think he's thinking five moves ahead, right? Like the 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 classic i mean like benedict cumberbatch getting caught on purpose in star trek into darkness
1: great great out, film ha,
0: ha, i i a wonderful turns film out i did that on
1: purpose right yeah brilliant
0: film um, <laughs> or you can do a thing where it's like ah this character is is in a sticky situation but uh they are just so good at like adapting on the fly and reading people and, and 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 thinking on their feet that they even even when they are dealt a bad hand, uh they come out on top just just through sheer uh you know in the moment ingenuity. That's very like, like James ben- Bond to me. Very James Bond or I was going to say uh like Benedict Cumberbatch in the Sherlock TV series uh when <laughs> when moriarty has him like on the ropes but uh, he, he... you're right yeah uh but yes no like like yeah that's the james bond thing right like he's just he's 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 cool he just keeps a level head no matter what's going on and 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 can uh, you know worm his way out of any situation just just because just he's that can good.
1: we get better at these... to play james bond
0: i'd be you know what i could see it here okay, here's here's my pitch for like this is this is nothing to do with anything, but this chapter sucks so bad. I don't I don't care. Uh my perfect James Bond film, I want them to do one set in the sixties again. Mm-hmm. And I think Benedict Cumberbatch would like no joke, not being ironic here, would actually be a really cool pitch for that.
1: That's wonderful. That's that's an official um shrieking shack pitch. <laughs>
0: yeah totally I'd, I'd be into that i am just I'm, I'm tired of all the modern james bond stuff i I want them to have weird old cars and like shitty gadgets again
1: absolutely I
0: think, I think that'd be cool uh anyway i think those are both completely valid ways to like get characters out of situations but this is one where they do both for dumbledore at the same time and it just comes off as like the author did not know what the fuck they were doing like dumbledore clearly has a plan here which uh is involves memory wiping a student uh-huh. which is insane especially because he gets mad at cornelius fudge or, or at, at umbridge at umbridge for like manhandling
1: marietta i forgot about that and it's like
0: and it's like you just wiped her you just had kingsley surreptitiously wipe her memory with a spell which in this book we have seen like the the like consequences of that going wrong which is like permanent brain damage so it's like it's not even like this is just some throwaway spell everyone can do like Dumbledore told his underling to risk like completely obliterating a child's brain to protect his stupid little uh uh uh, resistance movement
1: well well yeah I mean like Voldemort just got like 10 dementors and so tumblr like <laughs> you know i could really use these 10 10 other guys to to enter into my army <laughs> so we could
0: yeah we could just like make a kid brain dead why yeah, but yeah, not? But yeah that, um, that
1: sucks so much especially because like i i do think that like that's a th- there is definitely like a character that you can do that's like very cool and can be fun in fiction that they're like willing to to like kind of do do whatever like an like an at all costs kind of character and i feel like it really wants Uh to do that with with dumbledore here like like to make him be that like cool james bond guy but this the 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 moral compass of this is already pretty well established like we we it's pretty well established that like taking someone's free will away to testify uh, like in this context is like evil so it really just frames dumbledore as evil because that is the like moral core of what's happening in these books right it all kind of hinges on that
0: i mean you you pointed this out in our conversation about this uh uh last time textually one of the three unforgivable curses is taking away someone's free will right mm-hmm. like like that is that is set in stone in this series and some i mean like he doesn't use that exact spell but he's basically doing the same thing that you would use that spell for uh <laughs> you know i mean
1: like, i i when i was originally reading it i thought that's what they were doing because and it's right. functionally the same if not maybe worse to take someone's memories away
0: yeah because it's permanent i think right i I think it can be
1: reversed although i believe and i i could be wrong about this i believe that they permanently take her like i I think that in order to continue what they do i think she is left without those memories
0: we also haven't even touched on what hermione does to her
1: oh i know like i know which
0: is like the input like the impetus for this whole thing which is like like so so that paper that she had everyone sign uh at the the hogshead meeting was secretly jinxed so if you if you know if you if you spilled the beans on the on the on the army uh it would put sneak on your face in in pimp and like not even pimples it's like described as like purple like sores or whatever like it's really unpleasant uh yeah which on the one hand like i i sort of almost wish i liked it because like i like the idea this idea of like hermione being like secretly ruthless or whatever (laughs) is honestly kind of interesting to me Mm -hmm. like like you know because she's she's been like this like you know strict rule follower and and you know very by the book person all her life but this idea of like oh you know maybe if she feels like she's been pushed or endangered or whatever she can like lash out in these like really scary ways which is like that's an interesting character thing but I don't think that's what it's going for here I think it's just like this is supposed to be epic she owned Marietta with this cool cool jinx
1: yeah I think it would work a lot better if Hermione had a character at all right yeah yeah. Hermione is not a character
0: she is a function in this her Patronus is an otter though
1: so (laughs)
0: god damn it ah it's but yeah it's i we're we are supposed to i assume we're supposed to hate marietta for doing this i'm like i think it was the wrong decision obviously but like also she is a 15 year old right like like i don't i i just cannot get too worked up about uh her spilling the beans on this secret club because she's a scared teenager right like like it's never really been well established what the da is or like you know you know, as we've gone into like in in great detail it just feels like like a weird gun club more or less at this point still because we don't know what the threat is uh or like what what is so bad about umbridge's da classes other than that they don't like her and they hate reading books it's just
1: yeah it it feels like it could go in any number of directions like it could go in the direction where where like everyone there is very serious and it is like a a serious resistance movement for a scene threat that is happening to them that is a direction it could Mm -hmm. go in and then then something like what happened to Marietta feels a lot more justified and, and real because, because they are dealing with like a life and death situation, which from what that's just not well established. Like Harry says that stuff, but he is a bit unreliable. Um, It it could go harder in the direction of like kids in over their heads and, and doing Mm -hmm. like kids stuff. But then you have to kind of develop Hermione as a character. Like what motivated her to do this? Does she realize that she's in over her head? does she regret what she's done is this is this supposed to be framed as like a a lord of the flies like um you know they they killed someone on that island uh because they like got in in too far or whatever um or or is it a defense against the dark arts club that is not not allowed (laughs) at their school because they have a mean teacher like like none it doesn't commit to anything and it tries to be everything to every plot point i suppose and and that just doesn't work
0: and yeah and it just all comes kind of crashing down in this attempt to like have this epic showdown scene um uh, so like I, this this makes me hate Dumbledore uh, like like flat out like the idea that he is just like okay with like putting his students in in harm's way of a like of a of a memory charm that we like know is is a is a risky deal uh, just to save Harry's ass and his ass yeah save like, Harry I'm from so, what like- being
1: expelled from school like it just. It, it does. It's like, uh, is Dumbledore the bad guy here? Which I, I I think that like, it does touch on a little bit of like, I know that there is there is a part of it that where, where J.K. Rowling wants Dumbledore to be the, like this kind of ambiguous figure where it's like, oh, he had kind of a dark past. He got lured by like dark magic by Grindelwald on and on and on. I think that's like a mistake. I think that I think that is a mistaken yeah. direction with what we know of Dumbledore so so far and where the character has gone. But even even if that is what she wanted to do, it doesn't commit to it at all. He's not a character. No.
0: And and I think I I I I, I think my most my most generous possible read of what this chapter is trying to do is that it's trying to clumsily make this like like both sides story like like i'm like i I don't think that's a good thing to do but like that's at least like an identifiable story arc right but like like i don't think it is actually doing that but that's just like the closest like like if i'm if i'm mining this for any purpose or meaning like i guess like oh both both the ministry and dumbledore are going too far in their stupid shadow war like that's the maybe the only thing i could glean out of this but i, I don't think that's actually what's I, going I don't on think here. so either
1: i i really i really think it's just supposed to be epic and cool
0: <laughs> did you like the willie widershin's reveal uh, that guy did, another another character for our for our Bode and rookwood did, fanfic <laughs> Uh, Bode Rookwood and and Avery and uh Willie Widdershins, the guy in bandages who we saw in the in the in the pub, who overheard. (laughs) oh that fucking Willie Widdershins! I hate that guy.
1: I can't believe Willie Widdershins would do this to Harry Potter.
0: It's so fucked up. Really, it's so fucked up. Really sabotaged this
1: club. Willie,
0: you've ruined the club. (laughs) so so all that is psycho and then we get to so uh, the part where i felt like i was actually losing my mind uh was when uh so dumbledore steps in to take the blame for the da by saying like ah but it's dumbledore's army (laughs) not potter's army which is a really fucking funny uh, uh scene just on its own but so there's this part where fudge keeps on asking him like wait it was you and dumbledore keeps responding that's right (laughs) which has been i don't like like just responding that's right to everything has been like uh kind of a thing online recently like that's i i I sure love to respond to every question with that's right." right that's right uh and seeing that happen in this book made me like this this whole chapter almost feels like like someone altered the timeline and let jk rewrite this chapter solely like as a challenge to us like like here (laughs) oh you think you, you think order of the phoenix is getting bad well like like try this on for size like like just just seeing him repeat that's right over and over again had just completely destroyed me like like this chapter was written for us to pick apart
1: yeah it it does feel like it was written for us i think the thing that made me feel like i was losing my mind is that I'm really supposed to buy into this, like, Dumbledore formed an army and appointed Harry to lead it, um, but Harry can't get in trouble now. Uh, it's double jeopardy. You can't, you can't, you, you can't, <laughs> you, you, can't, can't you can't get two people in trouble for the same crime, you, can't, you, you, you fucking You can't idiot. arrest
0: a headmaster and student for the same you crime. You can't, that's
1: double jeopardy. You can't do it's it. It's double... <laughs> yeah, it's what
0: a and like that so that's you know because because obviously they they walked past the room requirement and thought i need evidence Mm, mm -hmm. which gave them the evidence they would need not for the first round of cross-examination but for the second round of (laughs) cross-examination the room of requirement knew to think ahead and go ah umbridge needs needs a second gotcha for after the first one is defeated
1: um i i want to talk about the first gotcha a little bit though um because i mean this is like a this is a one-two punch because it is the the that's right um like Mm -hmm. response here but i i cannot imagine why the line i have to find it and it's the line where um where umbridge is doing the gotcha um let me see here
0: you're talking about her, uh, about how it wasn't against school rules to do it because he did it in October and the the thing went into effect in November. No, or that's whatever. even
1: stupider though. That's but that's not even what I'm thinking of. Um, it's it's when that that gets all resolved and they're like, oh, yep, yeah, we we can't. That's double jeopardy. We can't do anything about that. Um, and then Fudge says. There's nothing like a good witness is there Dumbledore?
0: Oh, yeah. What
1: does that mean? Nothing at all, Cornelius.
0: Oh, what? I know <laughs> Oh, I know what it is. It is a, it is a really flimsy attempt at a callback to how Dumbledore showed up at Harry's hearing with a witness. Oh, I, for
1: I forgot that Dumbledore has just really knocked out of the park in two Kangaroo Court scenarios in That's this right. book
0: yeah he yes yeah i i i i had to think about that one for a bit too because it's been so long since we read that but yeah that's i guess fudge really held it against dumbledore that he had a witness for a, a court session earlier and and now he gets to have a witness in the form of a scared child right really good stuff. yeah
1: um like i We can't go through every line of this and pick it apart, but really it just escalates and it's just, every single thing every character says is so absurd.
0: (laughs) (sighs) Can you, can you read something for me? It's the part where it, uh, it starts with, uh, yes, I thought we might hit that little snag.
1: Ah, said Dumbledore gently. "'Yes. Yes, I thought we might hit that little snag.' "'Snag?' said Fudge, his voice still vibrating with joy. "'I see no snag, Dumbledore.' "'Well,' said Dumbledore apologetically, "'I'm afraid I do.' "'Oh, really? "'Well, it's just that you seem to be laboring under the delusion that I'm going to—' "'What is the phrase? "'Come quietly?' "'I'm afraid I'm not going to come quietly at all, Cornelius.' I have absolutely no intention of being sent to Azkaban. I could break out, of course, but what a waste of time. And frankly, I can think of a whole host of things I would rather be doing. Why is he talking like this? It goes on. Why? Like, like, there's this whole stuff, there's all this stuff in the middle, but the gag of, hi- of, of Dumbledore saying, like, I'm not going to go quietly, or like, what is the word? Like... What is the other one that he says here?
0: Uh, if you have to attempt to err quote, bring me in by force, I will have to hurt you. Is he
1: doing air quotes, do you think?
0: Don't be so silly dollish. I'm sure you are an excellent Auror. I seem to remember that you achieved outstanding in all your NEWTs. But if you attempt to uh bring me in by force, I will have to hurt you.
1: What is this Dumbledore character?
0: He's so badass. And then McGonagall <laughs> jumps in too she's like oh i i he won't be alone i'll also be shooting my wand gun at you if you try to take him in there there
1: was a there was a point like when dumbledore is is going through all of this where he's like oh like you thought i was going to get arrested i'm definitely not and i thought even though i knew it wasn't going to be the case because i've read these books before but it was the exact lead up for Fudge to realize he has no friends in the room, especially with Dumbledore talking to, um, I've already forgotten his name, my favorite character other than Sturgis Podmore, um, Willie Witter- w- Wittershins. Willie
0: Wittershins. Um,
1: I thought it was going to be like that gotcha moment where Fudge says like you're under arrest and finds out that Shacklebolt, Willie Wittershins, McGonagall, he has no friends in the room. and And that was going to be the moment where it's like, tensions are out in the open right like like it had been it yeah. had been a shadow war but now it is order of the phoenix versus the ministry yeah and
0: yeah that it it's almost building to an interesting conclusion
1: and instead like, double just knocks everyone the fuck out <laughs> He not? okay. The mechanics, I, I, I
0: can't remember enough about the film to know if this is actually in the movie. But like, I want, I, I so badly want to see this. Like, what does he do? He, he, I guess he does a a, a big bonk spell Energy on everyone's blast. heads. He does, he does a big AOE. Dumbledore stands up and does an <laughs> AOE attack. Uh, he does, he does an AOE stun. Uh, he uses his ult and then he he uh he like he's like oh sorry i had to knock out kingsley too otherwise it would look suspicious uh and then i gotta grab my bird and teleport away which did we know fox could teleport
1: i feel like we've talked about this before like this was a power we recently learned and now it's back
0: because it sure seems like that would have been helpful in Chamber of Secrets when he he came down to rescue. Oh, Harry. he could have
1: teleported Harry and Ginny away.
0: Yeah, instead of instead of waiting around and fighting a basilisk and then flying them out physically. Maybe, maybe
1: only. Maybe he can only teleport Dumbledore.
0: You have to have like a like a, a, a high support rating for that. You can't. I guess can't that's just the question. That is I, I don't know if
1: Dumbledore if if Fox is teleporting Dumbledore or if Dumbledore is teleporting the both of them. Well. <clears throat>
0: that's a good point except i i I, my my assumption here is that the implication is that like you can't apparate in hogwarts but it there's no rule against a a phoenix kind of yeah kind of like how elves can
1: teleport around hogwarts
0: right exactly that's kind of what what i assume is the implication here but i could i could be maybe maybe a is allowed to apparate He, he you know he He's the headmaster. Well, he's uh, very powerful and I, very
1: badass. Also, he's
0: very powerful and badass, and he's not going to come quietly. He's he's going to come loudly. In fact, if if uh, Cornelius pushes him, um... <laughs> <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> I didn't. I, I didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the... All right. I was talking about how he teleports with a mm, big cracking right. sound but, uh-huh. that. <laughs> okay well there's there's a good image for everybody listening (laughs) oh then what was okay last (laughs) thing what's with what's with this part the very end where uh mcgonagall's like where will you go grim old place oh no said dumbledore with a grim smile i am not leaving to go into hiding fudge will soon wish he'd never dislodged me from hogwarts i promise (laughs) you where is
1: he going yeah what also that as mean? far as i remember he just he, nothing happens i think he just ends up back at hogwarts next year
0: <sighs>
1: he's so epic though you, you can't
0: he's so well,
1: actually we need to talk about the cool. very end of this chapter
0: oh the very last you mean the very last line
1: yes yes i mean the very yeah. last line um
0: can can you go ahead and read that for everyone
1: please this is at the very end like everyone's like okay we have to go home we can't arrest harry potter because that's double jeopardy um <laughs> <laughs> and the portrait on the wall that is phineas who we remember from earlier the old headmaster he says you know minister i disagree with dumbledore on many counts but you cannot deny he's got style end of chapter
0: how 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 could how could any editor let this happen? i don't
1: know how did this happen
0: this is a fucking disaster of a chapter <laughs> just just completely off the wall bonkers Ugh. you cannot deny he's got style if that you you i you can't do that you cannot have if you have a character who keeps on saying cool one-liners to everyone <laughs> uh-huh you can't have another character say damn that character's got a good one-liner like that that, that doesn't work but
1: this is the same issue that came up um i think last chapter when uh dumbledore was standing in the doorway and harry was like wow he looks so cool oh, <laughs> wow he looks and, and, impressive. And Dumbledore yeah. did something cool he, he was extremely badass and then teleported away and then we had a character go wow that was really cool did hey reader that did was... you notice how cool that was
0: it, yeah i would like damn damn take a look at that isn't that crazy cool damn is aren't his aren't his one-liners funny isn't he a good spy master what a what a fucking chapter disaster I'm,
1: absolute disaster I'm, what has happened d-
0: Complete. i'm so is the, i'm we have still quite a few chapters to go we have about a i'd say like a quarter of the book left to go uh which is really weighing heavily on me because this feels like like where do you go from here uh i guess the answer is we go to snape's worst memory so maybe maybe this is all just going to be a death spiral from here who knows
1: i I think that this these last couple chapters have really reminded me um how how much the plot is a mess like we we definitely are already knew that but we hit kind of this weird smooth sailing point where every moment to moment scene was just kind of fun and like anything plot related was like okay like that says something cool about the characters at least a little bit and then yeah. but it just couldn't follow through because there is no follow through right this is the follow through right. and it's like what is happening in this book like what is what is the plot why is it all happening off screen
0: <laughs> we, we we kind of had like a sort of damocles thing hanging over where it's like yeah the plot's gonna hit eventually and it's gonna suck uh but like all these character chapter you know these character moments and these chapters are really good at the moment and then and and then we got hit with this and i i was you know i was bracing for it but i was not prepared for it to be this stupid
1: it's it's a lot this this is back to back to the harry potter like farce scene just like in Mm. but but it feels so much worse than a more serious story i think
0: yeah th- yes 100 percent. and like this is we 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 have relapsed 100 percent back into like the worst of goblet of fire here too for that same reason like it it just being overly serious and like like confusing plotting uh and like really loose use of its own rule like i the room of requirement thing just goes completely unquestioned and like i know it's a silly thing to get hung up on in like a fantasy story but like if if the room of requirement can give you something as specific as like here's the evidence you'll need for your second round of of cross-examination what can't it do like do did hermione lose that piece of paper did we get like any any like clue about that happening not that i, not I, don't that think I remember
1: unless unless it, it was like that it was left behind in like the rush to get out of the out of the classroom
0: mm-hmm. but that just that just seems like a real <laughs> like is is there a photocopier in there like like what's i i don't know i just Ugh! Ugh! Disaster! Chapter. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't Um, know why the room
1: of requirement, especially since we know that it can make something from nothing. Why? Why could the evidence not be like pensive memories uh, of all of of like events, (laughs) like just a recording of all the all the meetings?
0: Yeah, here's here's everything that's been going on in here for the past few months or whatever. Yeah, that 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 could be something. Dumbledore has a pensive in his office that we've all already forgotten about. I guess Um, that would be a use for the pensive uh they could i'm just realizing they were in a room like couldn't they just couldn't a fudge at least say i mean like they didn't they wouldn't have to do it like dumbledore could say no or whatever but like could could fudge not say hey you've got a fucking pensive over there let's let's get marietta's memories out or or harry's memories out and and we can see the truth right does no one remember that they have that i mean this
1: is this is also like i i feel like the ease at which kingsley is able to secretly alter marietta's memory and that seems like it would be like a huge fucking issue in this world
0: <laughs> the people just doing it left and right yeah that's a little scary honestly
1: i, I mean i, I think that's like that honestly a little bit goes with maybe maybe the worst stuff in this chapter where it's like something that has been established as like a cool unique thing for an individual character is like undermined by it coming back without any uh, like any real reason like I, I think it's similar to the patronus stuff like i think that lockhart as a character like he's kind of scary like he he has a scary like yeah. a, like what he's doing, like he doesn't exist in a scary story, and that's not the purpose of his mm-hmm. character. But the fact that, like, his, his whole thing is that he goes around and he takes credit for what other people have done by altering their memories and and stealing that from them, like that. That is, that's like a really evocative interesting thing and like and that was his thing he's like i was in ravenclaw but i was never very good at school but i'm really good at these memory charms right like and that is is very scary i'm like i'm getting goosebumps just saying it like it's the same thing with like the crouch stuff where it's like there's that like underlying sinister part here and i think that having memory charms just be thrown left and right at any time ruins that like because yeah totally because at no point like we we see one person who's good at memory charms and how they can wreak havoc on like tons of people's lives like this is a serious consequence in the world like he became a best-selling author with this like in a in a fame and a famous like ce- celebrity and so it's weird to mm-hmm. just see this just kind of thrown away like it just feels like it's thrown away. And it's the same thing with the Patronuses. Like I don't. It's just like he takes that idea that makes Harry Potter, I think, pretty charming, and it has some like interesting things going on. It's just like, okay, well, we're just gonna throw that in the trash.
0: Yeah, that's a really, really good point. That that honestly also makes me think about how you know you you mentioning how like the 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 Lockhart reveal is actually quite spooky, um, and like how like like harry potter at its best has so many amazing scenes of like harry as a kid or a teen like uh being around adults who take the mask off at some point Mm -hmm. right yeah uh uh and and that is such a compelling and interesting theme in these stories i mean like like you know they're like we have it very literally with Quirrell. Uh uh we have it we have it with professor lockhart um lupin is like the uh the antithesis of it lupin just is very honestly a good teacher uh with no ulterior motives Mm -hmm. uh and harry really bonds with him sirius is like the inverse where where he where sirius is is told to harry to be one thing and then it turns out he is actually not the sinister person he believes him to be Mm -hmm uh but he you know he is he has been trained up until the point he meets serious to like believe that you know, like to distrust adults mm-hmm. uh, uh and then um you have uh the fake moody you have Bar- you know barty crouch jr uh playing on on this idea like like directly um and and then also having like a a, a really scary uh uh you know like revealing you know taking the mask off scene where he he you know it's revealed that he's been specifically playing on harry's trust of good teachers uh and 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 thinking about how good all of those uh those moments are Mm -hmm. and then thinking about how jk has tried to sort of do this with dumbledore and has just completely fallen face first onto the pavement doing it
1: (sighs) yeah like really big time fall (laughs) fall flat with that yeah that's a bummer
0: just it's a bummer because it's it's so weird because it's not like it's not like she's attempting to do something she hasn't done successfully before she she can write these these scenes where like uh these adult characters in harry's life become someone else entirely uh she can do that and so it's so weird that dumbledore's version of it is just so contrived and silly and like I'm just like, but but you've done this before. You've done this really well before with less setup.
1: That's really true. I, I didn't I didn't really put that together because, and I think partially because this this scene is so poorly executed that I didn't even identify it as as that right thematically. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I I don't even know if it is on purpose. It's just like like you know if I'm if I'm reading this generally and thinking like, okay, is this supposed to be like the scene where we learn that Dumbledore is the secret cool guy? or the secret you know the secret uh, ruthless guy it just doesn't have the same ring as any of those other s- similar scenes so yeah so what a what a bummer of a chapter i have like one very small last thing i don't do you do you have anything else for this this I don't chapter i think so okay i just have one very small thing here which is i love that fudge incredulously cites oh like your version of the story that involves a guy coming back to life and a and a and and time time travel and i'm like fudge you you hand out the time turners <laughs> like, you, you you have those <laughs> you have the goddamn time turners and also there's yeah you're a fucking wizard you can't tell me that a that a story about a guy about someone time traveling uh, or or coming back to life is outlandish. <laughs> also, your creation myth is based around a thing called the resu- resurrection stone, and the philosopher stone is real. Like, there's just mm. Mm. wow. Okay, so I could talk about this chapter forever, probably, but we've really gotta gotta take a break here. I think. Yeah. so So uh, let's let's do that, and then we'll come back with something a little different. Sounds good. Welcome back. So we had kind of a disaster chapter this week, I would say.
1: Mm, yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, kind of, kind of a nightmare. So I, I decided, you know, that you know, there's probably a lot of talk online about this chapter that we could get into, but I think we should probably save that. I think we might overdose if we, if we dig into this one too too much uh uh right now
1: yeah there's a lot of there are a lot of posts on the reddit about marietta which i'm sure we i'm sure we can get get to that i I feel like there are so many like fandom debates Mm. that we could probably do an entire special dedicated to like each individual like like it's like a grab bag of all the stuff that people like to relitigate yeah. about harry potter forever and marietta edgecombe is one of those where everyone is like was hermione right to do that
0: <laughs> yeah that's yeah with it, oh that's we we and we could end we yeah we could do a series of like these uh these like fandom litigation uh episodes mm-hmm. and we have to end it with the classic one is snape a good guy
1: right exactly and, and at the end we can only arrest one uh because otherwise it would be double jeopardy <laughs>
0: all right so so with that said i decided let's let's not dive anymore into this chapter let's not dig too greedily and too deep um and uh and i instead turned to the time machine this week mm. for our mm-hmm. third segment uh 2003 is a good year for harry potter content um that's that's the year this book came out and also the year that uh uh well not quite the year that the chamber of secrets movie came out but like it came out like christmas of 2002 oh sure people people were still talking about it a lot in 2003 um so i have a heaping helping here of two uh goofy little harry potter articles from a website from the early 2000s the Wayback machine called christian answers for the new age hmm uh we we you know we did a whole episode on the uh satanic panic surrounding harry potter in the early years uh which is very funny stuff but we you know we 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 kind of focused on like two the those those two very funny documentaries um uh from that
1: yeah we kind of looked at the most outrageous stuff right
0: yes uh and, and and we 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 kind of haven't gotten into like the specifics of like you know what was the the like christian discourse and like to be clear i know i know that like not you know this wasn't every christian uh, uh person's opinion on harry potter but like this this was there's there was definitely a uh a branch i i definitely knew kids who were not allowed to read harry potter for very strange to me reasons uh uh growing up um and this is the kind of website i am sure their parents were reading uh so kind of just a fun thing to revisit and think Uh, about
1: joke's kind of on us because they weren't allowed to read harry potter but that meant that they didn't read harry potter
0: (laughs) that's right yeah they 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 were spared in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. Um, uh they got to read narnia which uh you know yeah i like narnia narnia is cool has has definitely has some problems but narnia kind of whips ass yeah kind of Okay, let's get into it. This first one is called The Harry Potter Movie, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Uh, Note, as noted in my evaluation of the first Harry Potter movie, this is not a movie review, but rather an evaluation of the movie, especially for the parents of younger children who are wondering about the movie's content. This evaluation is made with children in mind and not with the adult viewer in mind. The movie is rated PG, though some scenes border on PG-13. The Mm. writer is a former professional astrologer and formerly formerly involved in various occult practices
1: oh wait wait who, who the author of the article are they saying the author of the article or are they saying jk rowling is oh no
0: uh, the author of the article uh, marcia yeah, montenegro I, yeah
1: i i guess i guess that's pretty like a pretty common uh at least in what we watched like a lot of one of the documentaries we watched about how harry potter is satanic was was someone that um claimed to have been part of the church of satan
0: i love i love this so much i th- like this is such an easy grift like like w- like what 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 do they mean when they say like oh i used to be involved in various occult practices like what does that mean like you had a black sabbath album. Like, like you, hell yeah, <laughs> you had it. You had an upside down cross <laughs> necklace one time. Like just there's so that's so broad. That doesn't mean anything. Uh But let's get into it. Good points. There is a lot of action and suspense, along with some humor, especially the kind of humor children enjoy. Though Professor Lockhart's vanity provides some good laughs for the adults. Mm-hmm. There's good <laughs> acting by there is uh, there's some good acting by some good characters, mostly on the part of those who play unlikable characters, the roles of Lucius, Malhoy and Filch, and by Alan Rickman, who plays Professor Snape.
1: We got a Snape fan. Snape fan. Snape, Snape, Snape uh, fandom transcends uh, all of these kind of, like, <laughs> differences and in, in opinions about Harry Potter.
0: <laughs> Scary scenes. Uh-oh. There are several scenes too intense for young children
1: the snake scene is scary it is
0: pretty scary some of the scary scenes include giant spiders chasing harry and his friends in order to (laughs) eat them uh this is done in a way that will seem realistic to children uh i mean there's a big spider puppet so sure (laughs) uh a creepy ghostly voice heard by harry menacing writing on a school wall in red that is suggestive of blood a fast-moving quidditch game during which children are almost knocked off their broomsticks screaming mandrake plants that appear to be like babies which will eventually be killed to make a potion to heal petrified students
1: uh that's another big one that comes up a lot
0: yes the they're they're gonna kill the babies uh the mandrakes are a metaphor for stem cell research is a is a common common refrain here uh god remember stem remember that being the thing that no one would shut up about stem cell research
1: absolutely i do
0: what a time jesus christ Uh, a hanged ghost is suspended above a student who has been petrified harry and his friends drink a magical potion to turn into other people a ghostly girl haunts the girl's bathroom and says how she died a cat that has been hung it turns out to be petrified not dead but it looks scary uh petrified (laughs) petrified students and then in brackets they look dead uh the monstrous basilisk a giant snake chases harry and harry's fight with said basilisk so yeah so those are pretty scary i guess right
1: it it definitely um i I like to read that um movie review website like common sense media or whatever Mm -hmm. it's called and Mm -hmm. it and it it kind of has the same vibe as that where it, it puts like and like imagery that that to me i'm like yeah i guess i guess that could like disturb someone right like that might disturb a a child like the the scene of mrs norris being petrified next to like the the blood writing on the wall but it's funny that it puts it kind of next to stuff like takes potions to turn into other people
0: right yeah like yeah the the bar for what counts as scary is very odd here but like this has been fair i would say this has been fairly normal you know this is maybe like a overprotective parents guide so far sure like like nothing ridiculous but let's get into the the next segment here moral relativism no bad deed goes unrewarded uh oh the beginning of the movie shows harry being spirited away pun intended from his home with the dreadful dirt Dursleys by his friend ron and ron's two brothers ron is driving a flying car and harry escapes in this later ron and harry after having missed the train to hogwarts fly this car to hogwarts ron is not supposed to be driving the car the car itself is an illegal object since (laughs) it is a muggle object that has been enchanted and the car is seen by several muggles a no-no in the world of magic however there's no that's
1: just man's law
0: there is no punishment for Ron, for Ron from his parents. His, mo- mm. his mother reprimands him and his father dutifully pretends to scold him, clearly finding the adventure amusing.
1: But he uh, is punished. He's literally punished. He gets the howler. That is his punishment.
0: He gets the howler. And also both of them are like on probation.
1: Yeah. And they get like detention for a week.
0: Yeah. Yeah. At Hogwarts, Professor Snape tells Harry and Ron that the action of using the flying car would call would cause expulsion if he could decide. However, Professor McGonagall gives Harry and Ron rather light punishments. Mm. Furthermore, the car itself has been made magical by Ron's father, who is in charge of the department in the Ministry of Magic that is supposed to monitor and find those witches and wizards who enchant muggle objects. A violation of the rules! Here we have the person who is supposed to enforce a certain rule and who violates it with no compunction whatsoever. Not only that, he winks at his son doing the same thing. This adult laxity in the, fo- in the following or enforcing rules pervades the books. Yeah, it's almost like that's Arthur's character.
1: Yeah, almost.
0: <laughs> there are other violations of rules and or questionable behavior. Harry and Ron venture into the Dark Forest, which is against school rules. Harry and Ron use the Invisibility Cloak <laughs> to sneak out of Hogwarts, violating a curfew. Harry and his friends drug some cupcakes in order to render render Malfoy's friends unconscious, then drag them away to hide them.
1: That was pretty fucked up.
0: It was pretty stupid. Uh, And Harry and his friends venture into the Chamber of Secrets, which they know is forbidden and dangerous. You know you're not supposed to go into the Chamber of Secrets. You know you're not supposed to do that. (laughs) None of these actions are regretted or punished. In fact, these actions bring Harry fame and reward. Okay. He... I don't know i i would probably think harry like regrets going into the chamber of secrets when he sees a 10 million foot long snake yeah like he probably didn't love that part
1: oh uh, yeah well in the movie you know he, lo- he looks and he sees the the huge snake and it kind of cuts to him and he and he says no regrets right at the camera so
0: <laughs> no re- <laughs> he actually holds up his arm with a tattoo that says no regrets on it uh, exactly to, to the camera yeah <laughs>
1: and i think that's pretty fucked up if you ask me
0: yeah that's that's the wrong message (laughs) bad but yeah it's a bad influence for sure harry ron and hermione make a potion to turn themselves into friends of draco malfoy harry's nemesis hermione is the one who comes up with this idea and she says that doing this will be breaking about 50 school rules this is an exact quote from the book page Mm. 159 paperback edition In the book, Hermione tricks Professor Lockhart by lying to him into signing a permission slip for her to get a normally forbidden book of potions from the library. The movie also leaves out the detail in the book that the children steal the ingredients for the potion from a professor.
1: I'm disgusted.
0: These fucking children are just breaking rules left and right and and teaching your kids that it's good to do the same thing. Their adventures lead to danger, and at the end of the movie, Professor Dumbledore clearly states that Harry and Ron have both broken school rules. Therefore, it is only fitting that you both receive rewards. That's this is the a
1: joke! Qu-
0: <laughs> this it's... is a quote! I took notes on this and double-checked with someone else who heard the same
1: thing. That's the joke! That's it's the a joke. joke! It's the joke! It's funny! <laughs> it's a joke.
0: You think it's going to be one thing, but it's the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> in other words harry and ron break the rules and dumbledore states that due to that they will be rewarded <laughs> note in the book it is not much better dumbledore first says to harry and ron i seem to remember telling you that I, both that i would have to expel you if you broke any more school rules and then he tells them which goes to show that the best of us must sometimes eat our words you will both receive special awards for services to the school Page 330, 331, 1999 paperback edition. They are really citing their sources on on Dumbledore's hypocrisy here. I I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, they've done their homework for sure.
0: Next section, spells, occult views, and death. Oh, no. Naturally, there is spell casting by both adults and children. In fact, it seems whenever there is a threat or problem, one only has to cast a spell or use the innate magical powers. We see the magical flying car. Harry can speak to snakes, as can Voldemort, the villain. Magical potions transform Harry and his friends into other people so they can spy. Harry and Ron use an invisibility cloak. Hermione casts spells to help out. (laughs) What does that mean? Hermione casts spells to help out.
1: That's Hermione's character. She's always casting spells to help out. She's helping out. She's a helper. I want to know what this fixation on the... They transform into other people. Is I, I feel like that's something where the author is assuming that I'm going to be like, oh, yep, that's bad, but I'm missing some sort of context that's de- that's here. That's devil
0: stuff. That's devil stuff. Transforming. Why? Into- why,
1: why is that devil stuff?
0: Cause I don't know, it's shifty. I who I,
1: I think that I think that there must. I feel like there's some context I'm missing. Like that this is like a given that it's. I mean, that it's shape, bad.
0: Shape shifting is is work of the devil, quote unquote. Okay. From what I remember of my theology stuff, but it's very. This is very 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 flimsy Sure. Uh, two professors have a spell quotes duel. Which hell, really,
1: hell, yes, they do. Yeah, they do.
0: Lockhart and Snape are dueling it we, out. They
1: are definitely dueling. Uh, at least, out. Yeah, it's Fat One Friday. <laughs> it's Fat One
0: Friday for Lockhart and Snape. Ron does a spell which backfires on him. Uh, the villain uses a magical diary to hypnotize Ron's younger sister into carrying out evil deeds for him, uh, and then in brackets <laughs> it just says Voldemort. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> sure. I'm not sure what that means. Just I, I,
1: th- this is very similar to me when I read that that great movie review, Common Sense Media or whatever, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. it's like I get halfway through a list of things, and I re- I remember that it's like a, so it's supposed to be a list of bad things, but I like lose that halfway through, and it just feels like it is a list of things that happens, and I've, a, I've kind all of like cool lost. Shit. I've lost the common thread between them. <laughs>
0: Uh, and Harry magically attacks Voldemort I love the idea of like going to going to a movie for work uh, and and your job is to go to a Harry Potter movie and write down all the spells all the times they use magic in the Harry Potter movie our
1: our job is soon going to be to go to the cats movie and write down all of the sins that we see
0: (laughs) that's true fair enough death is referred to or hinted at fairly often Hmm. the mandrake plants which are pulled out by students and look like screaming newborns will be boiled and made into a potion the herbs professor tells the student that the cry of a mandrake can kill those who hear it there are references by adults to the fact that a student was previously killed in the school and that soon more students may be killed harry sees a scene from the past which shows a dead student being carried away on a stretcher Moaning Myrtle, the dead girl whose ghost haunts the girl's bathroom, tells Harry and his friends how she died, and the petrified cat and students appear dead like. That's a very interesting term. Mm. I've seen dead like before. Much will undoubtedly be made of the phoenix that appears in this movie by those who wish to find Christian symbols, since the phoenix dies and rises from its own ashes. However, though the phoenix was once used as a Christian symbol of resurrection, in Harry Potter it is clearly not Christian. Darn it. Is- Oh, fuck. i thought i thought i had an excuse i thought i'm out here no i can't see harry potter the phoenix is also a symbol in the occult art form of alchemy as well as being a symbol in many non-christian cultures such as ancient egypt
1: imagine imagine being able to read harry potter and being so up your own ass that you don't know that it's like has christian themes it's this is so a weird. this book's moral lesson is about free will <laughs> it's written from a christian context it is a cultural a christian cultural context
0: jk rowling is christian like i i also just love the idea that like oh these characters you can't have the hero and villain have similarities that's occultism. characters can't have characters can't have parallels Mm -mm. as a friend of the writer stated about this movie i'm assuming they mean the writer of this article not the not a friend of jk's that would be kind of weird uh the use of magic and sorcery is a way of achieving power and status by altering the normal laws of nature the characters can be a law unto themselves therefore there is no higher sense of morality especially when harry is commended for breaking rules Their
1: society is set up exactly like ours it is (laughs) it is the same
0: i love this idea that like harry potter takes place in like a weird like levain satanist hedonistic culture that would honestly be really funny like if if that was if that was how yeah, the way books... more
1: interesting than than harry potter as it exists now which is just the same but with magic like every everything is the same
0: i believe strongly in christianity being able to reach the culture and being aware of what is around us however we need need not expose our children to everything the culture has to offer i'm often told that harry potter is just a story and fiction being a former literature major i am quite aware of what fiction is
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: in fact i am so aware of what fiction is that i realize what a powerful vehicle it can be to convey ideas and messages additionally the stories refer to actual cult practices harry potter and the chamber of secrets is moral swiss cheese in an occult context. Oh.
1: it is moral swiss cheese
0: i mean yeah that is that is true there's, but not there's, for...
1: there's some common ground for us
0: <laughs> yeah not wrong there but for, but for uh for completely different reasons all right so they uh they didn't like the movie but hey what do they think about the book that came out that year uh i have a surprise for you what i don't think i don't think they liked it very much
1: oh darn
0: this is a the weirdest intro to one of these articles i think i've had to read on here yet uh this article is neither a book review nor a summary but rather an overview of problematic themes in book five it is written with no apologies from a christian and biblical point of view as a former professional astrologer for many years and as someone Mm -hmm. who was involved in occult practices I reject the popular notion that Harry Potter is harmless because it is fiction. Fantasy itself is a fine vehicle for literature, but when it consists, what it consists and teaches of should be evaluated. Please do not email me and tell me I want to ban Harry Potter. I do not support banning Harry Potter. I'm merely using my freedom of speech rights in Mm -hmm. an attempt to fairly critique the books. And here's a quote. Ultimately, symbolism means nothing if the characters don't embody either in uh, positive or negative light, the morals and ethics that are desired. Would the symbolism of the Narnia series be significant in the desired way if the heroes were little rats? What? <laughs> First of all, that sounds fucking awesome. Yes, Wait, I would love a version. Hero-
1: Wait, there literally is a hero that's a little rat. Yeah, what it is?
0: Uh, this is a quote from fantasy fan and online reviewer L.A. Salinas. Mm. then the next block quote here is git noun an idiot or contemptible person from a dictionary of slang the comment above and the definition of git give a pretty good idea of the fifth book in the harry potter series (laughs) what does that mean (laughs) can you can you guess what the fuck this writer is talking about here
1: um no, I I have I have no idea. I I can only assume that that slang was new to them upon reading Harry Potter, and this is supposed to be like a really cool gotcha, right? Like
0: I I guess your guess is as good as mine because all they say about it is I am not hurling the word git at anyone. It is hurled by Harry and his friends at others in the books. I mean,
1: I, I mean that, that's probably it, right? Is like kids shouldn't be talking like this.
0: Yeah, yeah, like kids should not kids should not be calling each other gits. As for the comment on symbolism, many have made unusual efforts at giving Harry Potter Christian symbolism. Although these attempts are without any substance, in my view, there still remains the problem of characters, uh, of the character of the characters, so to speak. With lying, cheating, disobedience, drugging, and other immoral acts <laughs> rife among Harry Potter and his friends, whatever symbolism might be grasped is, it, is with little merit, as the book's characters themselves lack any lasting core of morality. The theme that the ends justify the means continues in this book i mm, uh, mm. Mm,
1: kind of medium on that medium on that one also like
0: like, Harry, harry and hermione especially like they're good they're 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 i mean like like you know there are lots of problems in the writing but like they're they're trying to do the they're fighting the evil bad guy you know like this isn't they're not they're not mobsters or anything. <laughs> Harry is disrespectful and rude to adults and many of his peers throughout the book. His language and the and that of his friends is less than charming. He is sarcastic. He shouts. He and his friends use words like "damn it" and "git."
1: And "git," we hate that word.
0: I hate "git" and and "damn it." Harry swears, and the infamous Uranus joke from a previous book is used again. It
1: is infamous. It
0: is infamous though he is reprimanded at times harry is not one for moral regrets that's right no regrets no that's-
1: regrets harry that is his character now
0: even ron harry's friend points out that harry gets away with everything siri Sirius, harry's beloved godfather and protector tells his dead mother but who lives and talks in a portrait mm. shut up you horrible old hag and shows and expresses a vehement hatred for her it is true that apparently Sirius's mother was not pleasant and was on the side of evil, but from a Christian viewpoint, one should not speak like this about one's mother, however bad she may have been. <laughs> she um, was an
1: old racist lady. Also, that also is kind of Sirius's character. Like he's, I I love how superficial this reading is. It is all just completely literal.
0: <laughs> to even set up a situation like this in a children's book is disturbing.
1: Mm.
0: now we get into the real shit immorality and lying Uh-oh. harry continues his pattern of cheating disobedience and desire for revenge it is natural for someone to want revenge on those who hurt you but it is not a behavior condoned by god in fact most christians know that taking revenge is wrong and therefore they should be bothered by harry's naked hatred contempt for a certain characters and desire for revenge in this book yeah it's Wait, almost who? like th-
1: when oh i guess maybe at the end for bellatrix uh
0: he gets back at his cousin by taunting him oh he points his wand in anger at seamus
1: no no not seamus
0: harry wants to place a magical curse on malfoy Mm. Ginny places a disgusting curse on malfoy james and sirius are shown in their younger years taunting snape that is true that That is that is
1: fucked up i mean his author is a snape fan too that's what we learned
0: (laughs) the professors at hogwarts do not discourage the ghost from playing mean tricks (laughs) and one even encourages it i hate it when the teachers do not (laughs) discourage the ghost from playing mean tricks (laughs) uh harry and ron are indifferent to a curse placed on a student even when hermione is concerned it might be permanent who cares? Is Ron's response. Harry swears at Luna. Harry attempts to kill Bellatrix, who has killed Sirius. Harry almost has, a, or excuse me, Harry has an almost overwhelming hatred of Professor Snape. Again, agreed. It's rude of him to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hermione jinxes a student. Yet a few pages later, Dumbledore hypocritically scolds the villain Umbridge for manhandling the students. Thank you. Okay, so hey, they're at least on our side on one thing here. This is a little fucked up Dumbledore. Is it not?
1: I don't, I, I guess we didn't even get into that in the chapter because there's like so much, but that, that yeah. is maybe one of the craziest inclusions, but yes. So we agree with this author.
0: There is only one mention of Harry feeling guilty. And it's when he wonders if, if he should have given his triwizard winnings to Fred and George Weasley. I, I, have to butt in here uh uh, to this christian website uh he expresses he 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 is motivated by guilt to not talk to his godfather with in the mirror that's like he's also
1: he also um and we just read this chapter but but specifically points out that he feels guilty for creating the dumbledore's army because it just made a bunch of trouble
0: yeah so so i think they're doing some close reading here but not close enough apparently uh Harry and Ron cheat and pass their subjects by copying Hermione's notes. Hermione Mm -hmm. does Harry and Ron's homework. Fred and George, uh, Ron's brothers, drug students. Okay, that is true. That is kind of fucked up. Uh, among many other rebellious and sometimes dangerous stunts, Harry's Godfather encourages disobedience. Harry Ron Hermione sneak out of That's hogwarts the against point. the rules.
1: That's the point of the character. It's That's against the whole point the... of the book.
0: But it's against the rules.
1: Nobody knows that that is the point of the book, though, which is why I mean, like everything else, like whatever. This is like a very superficial reading of it. But but I think the thing that I'm gonna come back to with this entire book is that nobody understands what Sirius's character is about. it is routinely shocking to me
0: yeah it is uh it, it is it is yeah. c- consistently funny how how badly people read that stuff and uh also this stuff which uh which i I think kind of goes hand in hand with your observation there Hogwarts however teaches many practices that Harry is learning uh uh excuse me uh, uh, uh I should back up here intentions and fine distinctions between practices do not matter entering into the territory of divination is to cross a line god has clearly drawn a line in the sand in front of hogwarts however teaches many of these practices wait what line did he draw uh no divination no don't don't do that soothsayers are oh
1: that's the like really bad one
0: yeah this is the really bad one
1: is that worse or, or better than um uh transfiguring into another person well
0: let's find out shall we mm-hmm. uh divination charms casting spells and potions magical potions which are used in conjunction with spells
1: mm-hmm. and in some
0: of the books children arm themselves with talismans and amulets for protection mm-hmm. divination uh divinatory practices include the children or harry learning astrology runes arithmetic. that's just math uh, uh, uh-
1: I feel like this author is maybe just taking this one a little bit personally after sordid history with astrology yeah that's true some a little bit of self-flagellation happening i think
0: tea leaf reading scrying mm. uh uh charms astrology divination by burning herbs and leaves incantations wands potions ancient runes palmistry hermione excitedly receives a christmas gift from harry that she has been wanting a book on numerology some people have made much of the fact that christmas is celebrated in the books but it is not being celebrated in a christian fashion in an earlier book the lyrics of christmas songs are substituted with rude words and here we have a numerology book as a christmas gift this is not evidence for a christian meaning of christmas
1: no absolutely it is often, not
0: absolutely not it's often pointed out that divination is made fun of in the books and this is true however much divination professor Trelawney. uh is made to look foolish. Some of her predictions come true. We just read a chapter where everyone was dunking on Trelawney for this shit. Right? Like, yeah. Like, and I know that that's what they're responding to, but like, they you this, this surely surely they should love this. This is the whole whole book about how divination fake.
1: I mean, but they don't think it's fake.
0: Oh, they think it's
1: real and they evil. Think it's,
0: yeah, they think it's yes. That's, yes I, getting, I think i can never tell i can honestly i can honestly never tell uh so let's get into the into the very last segment here i'm skipping a lot uh harry potter and culture a nice cultural analysis to Oh,
1: sure yeah
0: the issue of fantasy versus reality is irrelevant Mm. powerful opening statement here fiction is a powerful conveyor of ideas our culture constantly tells us uh, that, as it points out the power of myth and stories the issue of how the power how the book affects each child must be considered with how these books have already affected the culture after the early successes of harry potter four publishers announced that they would put out books with wizard or witch heroes for teens and preteens charlie bone charlie bone uh and what's the other fucking one uh
1: percy jackson
0: percy jackson that's i don't think percy
1: i don't think percy's a wizard
0: nobody is he is dealing with with gods and divination and, and, and stuff
1: is, yeah and isn't he like friends with a with a fawn like a goat-legged goat like You yeah, go to
0: camp half-blood or whatever it's called right yeah uh one account relates scholastic tapped publisher and editor-in-chief uh gene falwell uh uh to say uh there is an interest the increased teen interest in wizard and witches it's almost gone dare i say it acceptable firewall says there's no doubt that fantasy and wizards have become more popular because of harry potter this is so crazy to me that it was not that long ago that like wizard shit was not just like the coolest thing that everyone loved
1: yeah wizards uh, are cool
0: wizards are cool sorry everybody uh uh, magic whips uh wizards are cool
1: harry potter probably has the lamest wizards
0: yeah by far for sure if one goes to the scholastic website scholastic publishes the harry potter books and look up their series tea witches about teen witches (laughs) you can find an invitation to send in spells to keep the spell book going the spellbook page organizes spells into various categories including moon spells homework spells love spells protection spells summer bliss spells etc i I want to i I
1: need a summer bliss spell
0: yeah fucking tell me about it i could really go for one of those right now uh the spells reveal poems to the goddess and spells calling on various forces of nature Mm. karsh's magic tips on this this article is becoming word salad to me at this point i'm not sure what any yeah i think i've
1: got i think i've gone a little bit cross-eyed
0: uh karsh's magic tips on the site give advice on how to cast spells including suggestions to go outside and work with mother nature and getting a book to learn about the properties of herbs for use in magic the site uses an occult spelling for magic with a k
1: this, uh, this this has some um kind of fun overlap with um the same this fear that existed of kids going online right like that yes, like that was 100%. that was the thing and it was like the, the idea that you could go online and like get mixed up with like satanists or whatever is some overlapping harry potter fear because this really was the time when it was like oh all, all of the these like properties the kids are into like they they were creating these like interactive like media websites and right. there was this like panic like oh they're they're going on and they're learning learning spells and and reading about Satan.
0: I, I'm so sad that um, apparently this tea witches website does not exist anymore. Bummer. Uh, I was looking for it because I really wanted to see the spell page um but uh i guess there's like there's also a disney channel original movie called twitches that i don't think is the same thing um but i sounds I, great I, though we have to find it i i really want to find this website and and, and watch I, this I know because
1: we're looking for we're looking for those summer bliss spells <laughs>
0: i'm looking for my summer bliss spell and if the twitches have it i would lo- i would love for them to, to 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 help me out here i just i can't tell because there's this disney thing called twitches and then the way that this website talks about this thing is t asterisk witches mm-hmm. so i was assuming t witches uh but I, I could be wrong here anyway uh i just wanted to get into that some of that there's there's so there's so many good articles on on this website on others just about like 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 damn harry harry be breaking the rules a lot and i just every time i find them so funny because it's like i can't imagine engaging with media this way
1: yeah i'm not sure what the story would be if harry like broke no rules and just went to class and did his homework um i i do i feel like maybe this this criticism that this person has is, is hinging on kind of a, f- a forgotten part of the book um and, and i know it's been many years since they made this argument but i i assume that this person respects the troops um and this is kind of like <laughs> a serious war story so this criticism might hinge on whether harry is a troop or not <laughs> and like if he's a troop or if he's stealing valor so that kind of is like you know all of, all of these crimes that harry is being accused of maybe maybe are forgiven because it's like you know things are different in war and you know a troop has to do what a troop has to do but if he's stealing valor i Again, think that he might to, just be damned
0: we're we're back to the valor thievery harry's th- valor is always in danger it's like his lucky charms these 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 kids keep on trying to steal his valor
1: i mean here's here's how i think of it it's like sturgis podmore um, was cut down in battle, uh, and all all his family has left is his valor. Um, and how would he feel um, if all if he knew all those kids were, you know, practicing their Patronuses in the Room of Requirement, thinking that they had valor also?
0: That's it's that's a little so, awkward. That's so fucking true. All right, with that, I think it's probably time for us to take this to the close. Our theme song is Haunt McGonagall by Cheshire Moon. Huge thanks to them, as always, for letting us use that as our theme song. You can check them out on Bandcamp and you can check us out on patreon.com slash shriekcast. We have so much good stuff for you there. Uh we were talking about the cats trailer today. And then the cat's trailer came out. We were like, "What's the cat's trailer going to look like?" And then we willed <laughs> it into existence. So that's just another thing, another feather in our cap.
1: It, it um, is, and we didn't, and we didn't really. Actually, I do think that we talked about it on the bonus episode. I think I said I think these cats are going to look like Sora from Monsters Inc. World and in Kingdom Hearts <laughs> yes. three. And wouldn't you know it, uh, they do.
0: Correct, hundred percent correct. So once again, uh, you know, maybe we're doing a little bit of divination of our own here. You know, I don't know. Uh, Liz, what are we reading next week?
1: Oh crap! I don't even know.
0: Uh, you should know because it's it's a certain it's a chapter just for you. Oh no! I remember what chapter it is.
1: We're reading chapter twenty-eight, Snape's worst memory. Woo! This is gonna be a long episode.
0: Snape episode.
1: Can Snape save this book?
0: Or, or is it ju- is this
1: the is this the marker of the the downhill downhill slope
0: we're really going big or going home this time huh uh, like uh-huh. like like it's so funny because because we were i think going into this book we were both like oh the, the snape stuff is going to be the worst like this is the death of snape's character as we know him and love him uh but after how much i've enjoyed the occlumency stuff i'm kind of like you know and and maybe uh uh maybe this won't be so bad and like that's probably wishful thinking right i'm just
1: i'm just really not here for this story where snape's tragic backstory is like they kept calling me a nazi so i became one (laughs) i forgot
0: (sighs) i forgot that that's that's what's going to uh (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. That's the that's that's really what it boils down to, huh? Well, I think in that case, you know, I've got the blues now, so we've probably gotta kill Umbridge to, Absolutely. to make up for it. Huh? Yeah, we
1: need to cheer ourselves up some summer bliss. Your, this is our summer this, bliss spell,
0: actually. This is our summer bliss spell. This is another death by embarrassment scene. Oh, pour a crap load of veritas serum into her morning pumpkin juice and loudly ask a bunch of private questions let the secrets spill
1: mm. does
0: That's she kind die of bold.
1: it's kind of bold to assume that like she has secrets you know
0: yeah like we kind what? of know yeah and ah oh, i have a torture pen oh wait i use that everybody knows that everybody already
1: knows. it's actually kind of an open secret <laughs>
0: Well, Flute Piano doesn't like this one. Oh. Flute Piano says, ew, keep her away from me at that time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you, Flute Piano.
0: Thank you, Flute Piano. Well, you know, read another book. Just 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 this chapter was so bad. Don't don't read this chapter. Don't read this book. Read another one. If you Please read another dream, book. Better know what you are after it if you catch her eye Cause this hot mama Is just a cat
1: in disguise